And good morning. I'm Christian Zylstra. It's 11.51 a.m., so I can say good morning. <laughs> Thanks for joining us live on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. We got a treat for you today. The first ever NAIA Football Championship Series playoff game for the Dort University Defenders live here on KDCR. Coming to you from Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines home of Des Moines East High School and home of Grandview University. The opponent today for the Dort University defenders, Grandview 6-0 on the season, the champions of the Heart of America Athletic Conference North Division. They went 3-0 in their division play to win the division and earn an automatic bid into the playoffs. But when he goes 6-0 and and with the pedigree of Grandview, they probably didn't even need to go that far. They are a good team, one of the best in the country. That's why they've got the number two ranking. Number two, Grandview. And Dort, the playoff committee, selecting Dort as the final at-large bid for the NAI FCS playoffs. And so Dort rewarded with a first-round matchup here with Grandview, ranked number 13 in the country. We're going to take a quick break here for the National Anthem. When we come back, we'll dive into the matchup today between your Dort defenders and the Grandview Vikings on KDCR. We're coming to you live from Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines, Iowa, kind of on the east side of Des Moines, uh, just off of I-235. And a great crowd here today. Grandview with a good showing and being the number two ranked team in the country. First round playoff game and their first official game since the month of November. Not really a surprise. Fedora, a good visiting contingent as well. Capacity set at 50% today, so up to 4,500 fans are possible in attendance for today. All things considered, it's a pretty nice day. You know, the the week hasn't been fantastic weather-wise, but highs today in Des Moines right around 60 degrees. Winds north to south, so that's going to be blowing directly from left to right on my view, and if you're watching the video as well, it'll be blowing from left to right across the field. And uh, so not a huge factor, but a little bit of a factor today at about 10 miles per hour. The defenders are taking the field now, and Grandview will be coming out here shortly as well. Current temperature here in Des Moines right now, 60 degrees. So we're already at 60 here just before noon. Couldn't ask for better weather today. A matchup between number 13, Dort, and number 2, Grandview. First round of the playoffs, Dort one of three GPAC teams to make the playoffs, along with Northwestern, who is number 6 and hosting number 11, Dickinson State. And then Morningside, ranked number one, hosting number 16, Carroll. Well, with the visitors, impressive on both sides of the ball. Under uh, Joe Woodley, the second-year head coach at Grandview, the Vikings are 19-1. and That one loss came in the semifinals last year against Morningside, 21-16. The Mustangs defeated Grandview in Sioux City. So that's the lone blemish on the resume for Joe Woodley as the head coach here at Grandview. Grandview won the national championship back in 2013. They're trying to make it back there this year behind the best defense in the country when you consider yards per game in six games, not even allowing a total of 1,000 total yards, allowing under 10 points per game defensively and just 159 yards per contest. It's been an elite defense all year, and it's matched up against... Arguably the best offense in the NAIA in Dort University. The defenders uh, offensively averaging uh, over 560 yards per game, 47 points per game, over 337 rushing yards per contest, 
and over 222 passing yards per contest as well. So it's an elite matchup on offense for Grandview, one of the most efficient passers in the NAI. Fourth most efficient passer, Johnny Sullivan at quarterback. In the backfield, he'll be joined by Devon Presley. In the slot, it'll be Bennett Spry. And the two big wide receivers, if you were listening in the pregame of the coaches show, you got to watch out for today. Number eight, Anthony Turner, and number five, Brendan Martin. Those two guys, big play receivers in six games. Turner has 10 touchdown receptions, averages about 86 receiving yards per contest, and both of those guys averaging at least 14.5 yards per reception. For Dort, you know, Noah Kleber, leading rusher on the season for the defenders. He's averaging uh, about 118.5 yards per contest. He is over 1,100 yards on the season on 156 carries, 17 rushing touchdowns, and 16 passing touchdowns to go along with six interceptions. Very efficient football from Noah Clayburn. Got the coin toss going on right now between Grandview and Dort. Well, the captains decide who will receive the football, who will kick off, who will defer, and what direction our teams will be going here today. It does not look like we'll have some live stats, so we'll try to keep our uh, stats the best we can, but keep in mind then these stats will be <laughs> unofficial, to uh, say the least, but... Well, uh, do a good job keeping our yardage here as looks like Dort wins the toss and will defer. And so Grandview will receive and will go from right to left. Grandview will go from south to north directly into the wind. And so it'll be that Grandview offense that will start on the field for the Vikings. For Dort, that means the special teams, Brett Zachman handling kickoffs and uh, back for returning for Grandview. It'll be a couple guys, Dallas Flowers and Avery Gates. Flowers averages 36.6 yards per return. He's got one kickoff return for a touchdown on just seven attempts this year. Only seven because, again, Grandview giving up less than 10 points per contest. Haven't been a lot of opportunities for the opposing team to kick the football off to the Vikings. Both teams taking the field. We are less than 30 seconds away from kickoff. The first ever NAIA Football Championship Series playoff game for Dort University. We've got it live here on KDCR from Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines. It's number 13, Dort, and number 2, Grandview. The defenders 8-2 and two out of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Grandview 6-0 and oh out of the Heart of America Athletic Conference North Division. So Grandview will start with the football. Kicking off for the defenders... It'll be Brett Zachman. Brett Zachman will kick off for the defenders, kicking from left to right. Dort wearing the kind of charcoal pants with gold trim, white tops with uh, charcoal sleeves. Grandview, the white tops, white helmets, and white pants. Just about ready, live here in Des Moines. It's a pleasure to be here with you on KDCR. I'm Christian Zylstra, Dort University Playoff Football. Zachman with the win behind him boots it and it will be returned at the goal line by Flowers. Flowers will take it up the right sideline, gets past one defender and is taken down near the 26 yard line and so that's where the Vikings will start with the football. Six seconds in, a 26 yard return for Dallas Flowers and so Grandview will start with the football here in the opening quarter on their own 26. And now it's time for one of the top scoring offenses in the country, Grandview, to take to the field. 50.6 points per contest scored, or 50.3 points per contest scored by this Grandview offense. Johnny Sullivan, one of the most efficient quarterbacks 
He's in the backfield joined by Devon Presley. Presley averaging about 94 yards per carry. Presley will set off in the backfield to the left. Two receivers. Throw immediately goes out to the right. It's caught along the sideline. A very short gain as that was caught to number eight, Anthony Turner. So Anthony Turner with a reception and gets about two on the play. So a two-yard reception for Anthony Turner. Nathan Cabongo forces him out of bounds. It'll be second and eight for the Viking offense. Second and eight for Grandview. Lining up in a tight formation here with a two-receiver split right stacked. Spry now in motion from right to left. Sullivan hands it off to Spry on the reverse, and it's tackled read nicely by the door defense. Mino Jones gets the tackle, but Spry able to pick up about six on the play, and that's going to make it third and two. So third and two after Bennett Spry carries for a gain of six, and it's the first third down of the game. First third down of the game on this season, Grandview converts 47.2% of its third downs. Defensively, Fedor opponents converting just 27.6%. Two receivers, one right, one left. In the backfield is Presley. Sullivan under center for the snap. He sets, takes the snap. It'll be a handoff to the right. Presley, nowhere to go. He's gobbled up by the Dort defense after a gain of maybe half a yard. And so Dort's defense forces the uh, punt. And it looks like a full yard, maybe yard and a half short. So Presley unable to get there. And it'll be a potential three and out as the punt unit comes out for Grandview. The punter for Grandview is Cody Krushwitz. He averages 34 yards per punt as long as the season, 88 yards. So he'll set back at his own 20, gets the snap. He'll boot it back to return. Nathan Cabongo sets under his own 36 and makes the reception. Nathan Cabongo, fair catch, fields the punt, and so Dort University forces a three and out on the opening possession, and it'll be the defenders with a first and ten. So a three and out forced by Dort, and now the Dort offense with an opportunity, a team that likes to move quickly. Not even two minutes into this one, the defenders on their own 37 will start with the football. Got a five wide receiver spread here for Dort. Three receivers left, two receivers right. Jaden Hoisman lined up in the slot here. Noah Claver takes the snap, gets it to Hayden Large. Hayden Large with a reception after a short gain. He's tackled quickly. Four yard reception from Claver to Large. And so Hayden Large gets the first playoff reception in Dort playoff history. It'll be second and six for Dort. Defenders going quickly. 28 on the play clock. Dort snaps it. Clayberg fakes the pass. Now runs left. Up the middle. Nowhere to go. Able to get maybe two yards on the carry. And so Noah Clayberg. Two yards on the carry will make it to third and manageably. It'll be about third and four for the Dort University offense. So Dort's defense was able to force a three and out. And now we'll see if Grandview can do the same. Two receivers right, and a a defensive player jumps early, and that's going to be an offsides and a first down for Dort University. The uh, defensive end jumped offsides. That's going to be encroachment, and it's a free first down for Dort on the offsides penalty. So just like that, Dort gifted five yards. It's first, first playoff, first down. And so the five-yard penalty will give Dort first and 10 at its own 48. Skeeb out in the backfield to the left of Clayberg. Clayberg fakes the snap, 
Throws across the middle. Hayden Large makes the catch about eight yards down the field. And so Kleber quickly two for two to start. And both of those go into Hayden Large. Large, the big tight end, the 6'4", 220 freshman from Hudsonville, Michigan. It'll be second and two for the Dort offense on the Grandview 43. Hand off up the middle. It's Trojan. Trojan, after a gain of one, is stopped by Nate Weiland, the middle linebacker, one of the top tacklers on this team. He uh, leads the team with nine and a half tackles for loss. Able to get the uh, stop after one yard gain. And so it'll be another third down. This one third and short for Dort. Two receivers left, one receiver right. Clayberg takes the snap of the shotgun, goes behind the block of Trojan, but the defense gets there, and Clayberg hit for a loss of three in the backfield. Noah Clayberg hit in the backfield by Patrick Canby, the outside linebacker, kept contain, able to shed the block from Trojan, and so Dort now have to make a decision. It's fourth and four on the Grandview 46. Right now, Dort's got the offense still out there. Just over three minutes into this one, three and a half minutes, Dort's still got the offense out there. Fourth and four from the 46. Noah Clayberg takes the snap, hands it off up the middle. Anthony Trojan, first down defenders. Anthony Trojan carries for a gain of six on fourth and four, and so Dort up the middle. Now to the Grandview 40. Four minutes into this one, Dort's defense forced a three and out, and now Dort on fourth and four being aggressive on offense. The top offensive yardage team in the nation. Clayberg the snap. Fakes the handoff. Now throw over the top. That's intended for Hayden Large. Defensive pressure forces the errant throw. It's going to be incomplete. Second and ten, Dort University. So the first three passes from Noah Clayberg, all intended for his starting tight end, Hayden Large. That one incomplete. So second and ten in the backfield. Still Anthony Trojan. Raphael Carr and Eli Bolden out to the right. One receiver to the left. Clayberg in the backfield takes the snap. Levi Jungling joined him in the backfield. Now throwing over the top intended for Jungling. And just a little bit too much on that. Defended well on the play by Brendan Flowers. And so that pass intended for Levi Jungling but incomplete. And it's going to be third and ten for the defenders at the Grandview 40. We'll see what uh, offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo can dial up here. Maybe this is a, a play where you're just trying to, given that you're in Grandview's territory, get enough yardage here on third down where you can go for it again on fourth. It's third and ten. Defensively, opponents only 20% conversion rate on third down against this Grandview defense. Two receivers to the right, one left in the backfield. Clayberg snaps, he's rolling right, now looks to pass, has to evade one rusher, evades another, still on his feet, passing down the field, and it's off the hands of a defender and incomplete. It looked like Clayberg had jungling there, but he slips. And uh, that ball fortunately deflects off the hands of a Grandview defender, and so Dort will have to punt. So the defenders able to get the football into Grandview territory, but on the 40-yard line, after three straight incomplete passes, will punt it back to Grandview. Punting for the defenders in the backfield, it's Blade Coons. On the season, he's averaging about 40 and a half yards per attempt. And back to return, it's Dallas Flowers. And the snap goes over the head of Coons. It's loose in the backfield. Ball still loose, and it's recovered by Grandview at the Dort University 34. An errant snap, and it's recovered by Grandview 
and a big momentum play for the Vikings. The Vikings will take over on the defender, 34. That loose snap will give the football to Grandview. And uh, the Vikings now set up nicely. That snap just a little off. And so the Vikings will take over. 34-yard line. At the 34-yard line, Grandview fakes the handoff. Sullivan, he wants to go deep. Over the top, pass intended for Turner, a little bit too high, off of his fingertips, and incomplete. Actually, that was Brandon Martin, my apologies. Brandon Martin, the intended target on that pass. And so it'll be an incomplete pass for Johnny Sullivan, and second and ten. So first incompletion of the day for Johnny Sullivan, second and ten from the defender, 34-yard line. So Grandview trying to take advantage off this off the fumble recovered by the Viking special teams. Second and ten, two receivers left, one receiver right. Low snap, Sullivan able to handle it, quickly gets it out to Spry. He makes one defender miss, makes a second one. He's still up, and he's down to the Dort 25, or rather the Dort 20. A uh, 14-yard reception down to Bennett Spry, and that was all Spry. Spry makes a two defenders miss, and it's a first and ten at the 20. Grandview now into the red zone, where on the season they score 76% of the time. 62% of the season they've been touchdowns, but uh, 22 of 29 trips into the red zone have resulted in points for the Vikings. Just over five minutes into our opening quarter of this NAI FCS first round matchup. Sullivan takes the snap, a drop back out of the shotgun, pass over the top, intended in the corner, and is it intercepted? Nathan Cabongo with the interception in the end zone. Nathan Cabongo, the big defensive play. It was a 50-50 ball intended for Anthony Turner and Cabongo with the interception. It'll be a touchback for the defenders, and the North defense makes a big play. Nathan Cabongo, perfect positioning defensively. So the Cabongo pick in the end zone, and Dort University gets it back first and 10 at its own 20. 9-42. Well, what a start to this playoff game. <laughs> some, some deep shots and some big turnovers. So Dort starting here on its own 20. It's Clayberg rolling right, throws over the top, intended for Larch, off his hands, and good defense on the play. Trying to see that was the uh, safety Jason Knight defending the play. So Knight helps break it up. Incomplete pass. And now Clayberg has, after completing two straight to start the game, now four straight incompletions. So Clayberg two for six unofficially so far for 12 yards. Both of those completions to Hayden Large. It'll be second, 10, two receivers right, two men in the backfield. Clayberg fakes the handoff, keeps it, now pitches it outside. Trojan along the sideline, able to pick up about seven yards on the play. And uh, they'll give him not eight yards. They'll give him eight yards on the play. And so it's going to be third and short. So Anthony Trojan now with three carries for 14 yards. And it's going to be about third and three for University. It's own 27. Clayberg made a defender miss, was able to pitch it outside to Trojan, who was able to get to the boundary. Third and three in the backfield. Trojan. Joined by Carter Skibout on the right side, one receiver. It's Jaden Heisman. And on the left, out near the uh, field corner, that's Levi Jungling. 
Now we'll see Trojan motioned out of the backfield into the slot on the left side. Clayberg looking for the call. Play clock down to one, and Dort University is going to have to call its first timeout. Dort University calls its first timeout. We'll take a 30-second break. When we come back, a big third and short play here for the Dort Defenders. And we're back here on KDCR 88.5 FM. I'm Christian Zylstra. Third and three for the Dort Defenders on their own 27. Dort's forced a three now and an interception so far. Dort's one possession ended in a intended punt, but an errant snap was recovered by Grandview in defender territory. So it's third and three. 9.09 left to go in the opening quarter. Clayberg takes the snap, looks right, quickly throws out over the head of Carter Skibout, and that's incomplete. So Noah Clayberg now, that's five straight incompletions, and for the defenders, they'll have to punt from their own 27. So incomplete pass intended for Carter Skibout, and Dort will punt on fourth and three from its own 27-yard line. 9.05 left to go in the opening quarter. 0-0 still our score. Both teams now with two possessions and have come up empty both times. So Blake Coons back to a punt, standing on his own 12-yard line. Dallas Flowers is back to return. Coons has the wind at his back. This snap handled, helmet high. Blade Coons gets the punt off from the 27. It'll bounce. It's fielded by Flowers at his own 25. Nowhere to go on the boundary, and he's pushed out of bounds after return of just three. So good coverage by the Dort defense, and that punt goes unofficially for about 43 yards. So a 43-yard punt for Blade Coons. And Grandview will take over with 8.55 left to go here in the first quarter. 8.55, it'll be first and 10 at its own 28. Still 0-0 our score, so the Grandview Viking offense back out there after the interception on the last possession. That interception from Nathan Cabongo. First and ten Vikings. They'll be lined up here on the left hash. One receiver and a tight end right. One receiver left. In the backfield is Presley. Sullivan is under center for the snap. Now in motion. That's Gates. Gates gets the handoff on the jet sweep. And Gates has some room. Gates gets out for about 12 yards on the carry. Jensen Gates, his first carry of the game. And he'll give Grandview the first down. Gates on the season averages about 7.4 yards per carry. And saw it with a little burst there. Good tackle in the secondary by Abe Stays. Or that play could have been a whole lot bigger. So now on the right hash, first and 10. Grandview on its own 40. Two receivers to the left, Spry and Turner. One receiver to the right, it's Martin. In the backfield, it's Presley joining Sullivan. Sullivan, a quick throw out to Spry again at the 40. Spry, unable to get past the first defender after a short gain, steps out of bounds after a completion of three. So three-yard completion to Bennett Spry, his second reception of the game. He's got 17 yards unofficially, and it's a second and seven. Abraham stays with the tackle. Under eight minutes to go in the opening quarter. First playoff football game ever for Dort University. 0-0 our score. Grandview on its own 43. A play-action rollout. Sullivan throws over the top and blown up in the backfield. Abe stays all over the place, the young fella. Abe stays with the hit. Making the catch was Ty Wenzel, and that's a loss of five. And now Wenzel limping off the field as that hit low near the ankles upended him. 
So a completion for a loss of five, and it's going to be third and long. Third and 12 for Grandview on its own, 38 out on the right hash. Let's see if Dort can force another punt from Grandview. Grandview averages 50 points per game offensively. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. And now we're going to get Grandview calling a timeout, it looks like. As Grandview wants to talk things over. So another timeout on the field. This one taken by Grandview. 7-10 left to go in the opening quarter. 0-0 our score. I'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM. Just over halfway through the first quarter of play. 7-10 left to go in the opening frame. 0-0 our score. Grandview on its third possession has a third and 12 on its own 38 on the right hash. It'll be two receivers left, two receivers right. One runner in the backfield, that's Avery Gates. Now he'll motion out into the slot. So Sullivan, empty set, takes the snap, three-step drop, looking for something over the top, not there, but finding into the corner and just getting a foot in. Anthony Turner with a big reception for 13 yards, and that's where you see the efficiency of Sullivan. A nice lob pass just over the zone defense there over the head of Kibongo's outstretched fingertips, and good recognition by Turner near the boundary, Able to get those feet down. So it'll be a first and ten for Grandview on Dort's 49. First and ten for Grandview on the Dort University 49. A a tight formation here from Grandview with one receiver right. Now he'll motion. It's another jet sweep handoff to Gates. Jensen Gates gets the edge, gets out to the 40. Out near the 39. We'll see if that's enough for a first down. Looks like they'll give him nine on the carry, and so he'll be just shy of the first down. Well, now you got two different refs saying, and now the one ref has marked it actually at the 39. And now they're going to give a now they give a first down. I think there was a, some confusion over where that ball was supposed to be placed. The near side official near the play marked it at the 40. But the official, when he received the ball, put it down at the 39. And well, at that point, they just gave the first down. So a gain of 10 for Jensen Gates. And it's first and 10 Grandview at the door 39. Another handoff, this one to Avery Gates. Not a whole lot going up the right side. And it's going to be a gain of three for Avery Gates. So Avery Gates with his first carry gets a gain of three. It'll be second and seven. Second and seven for Grandview. 5.52 left to go in the opening quarter. Still 0-0. It's Grandview's third possession. They started with the football after Dort deferred after winning the toss. You have two receivers right. One receiver right in the tight end. One receiver left. One back. Sullivan under center takes the snap. A little counter action, but nowhere to go. Able to stay on his feet, actually. Actually, it looked like he was going to stay on his feet. The official marks him down, though. And so Devon Presley with nowhere to go. It's going to be a gain of zero on the play. That's going to be third and long. From my vantage point, looked like maybe he was on top of the Dort defender. But the official on the far side says his knee was down, and so it'll be no gain. Another third and long for the Vikings. Third and seven for Grandview at the Dort 36. Out to the right, Turner. And uh, for the first time, looks like Dom Wright Walton out there. And now five receivers to the left after Presley motions out of the backfield. So shotgun, empty set. Sullivan quickly right side, and it's intercepted again. 
Bongo. His second interception. He's to the 50, to the 40, to the 30. Nathan Cabongo to the 20 where he's taken down. Nathan Cabongo, another interception. His second of the first quarter. And he's got Dort in business in the red zone. Nathan Cabongo read that perfectly broke in front of the receiver and he was headed the other way immediately. Nathan Cabongo has Dort in business, his second pick of the game. So Dort's pass defense has been strong so far and Dort's got a first in goal, or rather a first and ten in the red zone at the 16. At the 16-yard line, Clayberg drops, throws across the middle, and incomplete intended for a diving Jaden Heisman on the play. It'll be second and 10. So now six straight incompletions for Noah Clayberg. But Dort with a second and 10 on the Grandview 16. Looks like we'll have one receiver to the right, now one to the left. Two backs, Sonderman in the backfield along with Trojan. Trojan is the deep back. He'll fake the handoff. It's a play action. Clayberg rolls to his right, now throws to Trojan. Trojan unable to get by the first defender. It's going to be a short completion for a gain of two. So Anthony Trojan with his first completion or reception. And it'll be third and eight. So third and eight for Dort. If you heard in the pregame, the coaches talked about the red zone scoring is the key. It's why Dort came up just short against Morningside and against Northwestern. They've got third and eight on the Grandview 14. 3.55 left to go in the opening quarter. Little motion. Clayberg pitches out to the right side. Jungling short side and able to get up about four. But it's going to leave a tough decision for Dort now. Fourth and four at the 10. Do you take the points and try to go up? And it looks like Brett Zachman is going to come out here for the defenders. So Levi Jungling on the carry, able to pick up about four. But Brett Zachman will come out for, looks like unofficially, that's going to be a 27-yard field goal. On the season, Zachman 11 from 11. He's on the right hash, a 27-yard field goal. 3.37 left to go in the opening quarter. Coons the holder. Snap is good. It's down. It's up. And it's good. The Dort University defenders in their first ever playoff game strike first. It's three points in the red zone, but three points nonetheless. And with 3.30 left to go here in the opening quarter, Dort University takes a 3-0 lead. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5 FM. Back here on KDCR 88.5 FM, three and a half minutes to go here in the opening quarter, live from Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines. The defenders, ring number 13 in the country, a 3-0 lead over top of Grandview. Both teams now with three possessions. And it'll be Zachman to kick off from left to right, or if you're a fan of Cardinal directions, it's from north to south. Dallas Flowers back to return. Zachman's kick will go into the end zone and will skip out for a touchback. So Grandview will start with a football first and 10 with a 3.30 left to go here in the opening quarter on its own 25. So both possessions in which Grandview has been able to move the ball into defender territory have resulted in Johnny Sullivan interceptions picked off by Nathan Cabongo. Sullivan came into the game the fourth most efficient passer 
in the NAI this season, but has thrown two picks in the early going. He is four for seven on the day, unofficially for, looks like 14 yards and two picks. So Grandview, first and 10 on its own 25. Sullivan, he'll hand it off to Presley. Presley has a hole. Presley on the left side, the 50, the 40, where he's pushed out of bounds and a big run for Devon Presley. Grandview hadn't tried to run the ball a whole lot so far, and Presley found a hole through the left side of the offensive line, picks up 35 on the play, and so Grandview into Dort University territory. They're going to mark it actually at the Dort 41, so a gain of 34. A gain of 34 on the play. Three minutes to go in the opening quarter. Grandview trying to answer as Dort took the lead. Three to nothing. One receiver white, run receiver left. Sullivan hands off this time to Avery Gates. Avery Gates hit in the backfield by Kakmarinski, able to get away. But Jessup Leakey cleans it up after a gain of two. And actually it looks like they're going to have him three. So Avery Gates with a pair of three-yard rushes today. It'll be second and seven now for Grandview at the Dort 38. Here on the near side, left hash. Grandview with the football, trailing 3 to nothing here in the opening quarter. 2.30 left to go. Two receivers right, one receiver left. It's Spry and Turner out there. Now Martin motions to the right as well in the slot. In the backfield, Avery Gates. It's going to be another passing play. Throw over the top of screen. It's caught in the backfield, and he's got blockers. Out to the 22-yard line. That's Ty Wenzel. So Ty Wenzel with the reception. And he picks up 16 yards on the catch. So a 16-yard completion, and it's first and 10 now for Grandview. Down to the door, 23. So Grandview now quickly marching down the field after the big run by Presley, finding a little bit of rhythm offensively now. The big run on the left side, and now a screen to the left side to the tight end. Right Walton now to the left. Only receiver, and one receiver to the right, I should say, in a tight bunch formation. Handoff. It's Presley. Presley has some room again. Left side, Presley. He's running. Will he get to the pylon? He's cut down just short. Nathan Cabongo with the tackle, but first in goal as picking up 21 yards on the carry, Devon Presley. And just like that, Presley with 56 rushing yards unofficially. 130 left to go in the opening quarter. 56 yards for Presley on the ground, 55 of which have come on two carries. 120 left to go here in the opening quarter. It'll be first and goal for Grandview on the left hatch at the two-yard line. In the backfield is Presley, Sullivan under center. Another tight formation with one receiver spread wide left. Hand off up the middle, Presley waltzes in, and it's going to be a Grandview touchdown. So Presley with a two-yard touchdown carry, and Presley did all the heavy lifting on that one, and in two and a half minutes, Grandview gets on the board and takes the lead. So Presley with a two-yard touchdown run, and Grandview on top six to three with a PAT pending. And in to kick the PAT, Nathan Hamilton, 36 of 38 on the point after tries this season. Is kick up and it's good. So Grandview, a little spirited conversation on the sideline after the defenders took the lead. They marched down the field and with a minute left in the first quarter, 
The Vikings get on the board and take a 7-3 lead live here in Des Moines. We're back here on KDCR 88.5 FM, the number two team in the country. Took the first punch and now came back out swinging. 7-3, Grandview on the board, finds the end zone. And so the Vikings take a 7-3 lead. One minute left to go in the opening quarter. It'll be Grandview kicking off Cody Krushwitz. And back to return, Levi Jungling. And now we got a flag, and it looks like it's going to be a legal motion on the play. And so that'll be on Grandview. It'll back the kickoff up another five yards into the wind. Wind has shifted a little bit. It's now a little more from the northeast blowing towards the southwest. Still about 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. So Grandview will be kicking off now from its own 30. And we'll just kind of move everything up about five yards. Try to get some updates as well on some of the other uh, games going on around the NAI football playoffs. Kaiser University, 39-0 on top of Arizona Christian still in the first half. So the kickoff from Krushwitz up in the air. It's on the right side, a little pooch kick. Jungling fields it at the 30. Jungling at the 30. Now out to the 40, makes one man miss, and carries it out to the 41-yard line. So Dort with good field position with 55 seconds left in the quarter at its own 41. We'll see if Dort can get something going offensively on the ground. Unofficially, 17 rushing yards in that first quarter for Dort. The number one rushing team, or set number two rushing team in the country. And one of the top uh, total yardage teams in the nation. It'll be Clayberg running to the right, and he's ripped down in the backfield by Wyland. Wyland splits the defense there and able to get past a blocker, and it's Clayberg who has three rushes today and two of them for a loss. Loss of three and a loss of two, as well as a two-yard gain for the leading rusher for the defenders. Seven to three, 30 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. One of the top offenses versus one of the top defenses so far. The defense is with the upper hand. Grandview leads 7-3. Clayberg drops back to pass. Little double move over the middle. Heisman, Heisman, and his pass intercepted. Looked like it went through the hands of Heisman and the safety Cole Rollinger with the interception down at the 27-yard line. So Noah Clayberg went deep on that pass attempt. And Nicole Rollinger, the safety, makes the pick. And Grandview will have the football at its own 25-yard line. So a deep ball from Clayberg, and at the last moment was cut off by the safety. And so with 15 seconds left in the quarter, Grandview will have the football. And we'll see if the Vikings now stick with the run game, as the run game was quite effective for them on that last drive that led to their first points of the game. 7-3, Grandview leads with the football. In the backfield, it's Presley. Two receivers out to the right as well as a tight end. Handoff, it's actually Gates. Jensen Gates, nowhere to go, hit in the backfield as Bryce Christian got into the backfield and blew that play up for a loss of five. So Jensen Gates loses five yards on the carry, and that's how our first quarter is going to come to an end. 
first quarter in the books, the first ever NAI FCS playoff game for the Dort University football team, and they trail number two Grandview, seven to three. Back here on KDCR 88.5 FM, second and 15 for Grandview to start the second quarter as now the Vikings will have the wind at their back going from left to right from my vantage point or from north to south. Sullivan, he'll drop back and pass, throws over the top. It's complete near side out to Martin and Martin forced out of bounds defensively by Mino Jones. So Sullivan gets the pass out for a reception 10 yards to Martin. Unofficially, Martin's first catch of the day, and it's going to be in now third and manageable for Grandview. A 10-yard completion to the far hash, able to make it now third and five. So on the right hash, it'll be Grandview. Second snap here of the second quarter. Vikings lead the defenders 7-3. Opening round of the NAI FCS playoffs. Empty set, motion out to the right, five receivers. Sullivan drops back, pass over the middle, caught by Spry. Spry's got some space, makes one defender miss, and he's tackled by Drew Dom, but not after a gain of about 21 yards on the play. So Sullivan finds Bennett Spry for a 21-yard reception, and the Vikings just into door territory at the 49. So Drew Dom with the tackle. And Grandview able to get the quick spry matched up on the freshman linebacker. First and 10, Grandview, middle of the field. Two receivers again to the right, one receiver to the left, one tailback. Sullivan will take this snap under center. Sullivan fakes the handoff. It's a play action. Now has spry. Instead, will throw to Gates. Gates back, broken up by Cabongo on the play. Nathan Cabongo got his hands on it would have been a spectacular interception but had his hands on what could have been his third interception in about 16 minutes and 12 seconds so that pass over the top spry wanted to find jensen gates it's incomplete it'll be second and 10 for grandview at the 49 so just inside door territory the vikings with the football and the lead grandview the number one defense of the country in total defense One of the top scoring offenses with 50 points per game. Defenders have held him to seven so far, but the Vikings trying to move the football. Handoff, Presley, Presley bounces it out to the right. Gets by two defenders and is able to turn what looked like maybe a gain of two into a gain of about six. And that's what the good running backs do. You know, those short gains, they're able to turn them into intermediate gains. The intermediate gains, able to turn them into big gains. So Jensen Gates averages uh, 8 yards per carry, or rather Devon Presley, 8 yards per carry, and he has that one for 6. It'll be 3rd and 4. 3rd and 4 for Grandview on the right hash on the Dort 43. Empty set, another 5 receiver spread. Sullivan's like to go here to the slot on these possessions instead. Quick throws out to the right side, off the hands, and it's incomplete. Anthony Turner right through his, right through the wickets. And we'll see what Grandview does here. Fourth and four at the door, 43. Their defense has been strong so far. We'll see if they want to push it or if they want to send the punting unit out. So that's going to go down as an incompletion for Sullivan, but more of a drop there. But the defender has obviously got to be aware of a fake, but it looks like Grandview is sending out the punt unit. And it looks like it's not Cody Krushwitz, actually. 
Cody Krushwitz is. He uh, goes a little rugby style, now boots it up in the air, but out of bounds, and that's not what Grandview was looking for. He wanted a little rugby style to get the roll, gives his defense some time to get down the field, but instead, that punt goes out of bounds. Where are they going to mark that? They're marking it at the 32. That's an 11-yard punt. So an 11-yard punt for Krushwitz, and now as a result, Dort will have first and 10. 12.56 left to go here in the first half, and decent field position on its own 32. So the defenders, after the interception last possession, back out there on offense. Quick throw and hit in the backfield is Levi jungling that pass also off the mark, and it's incomplete. So Clayberg has gone one for his last nine, and one of those has been picked off. And so it's second and ten for Dort, unable to really get anything going in the passing game out on the edges. Second and ten, Dort University, left hash at its own 32. Glaber, drop back pass, throws to Trojan in the backfield. He's got to get by two defenders, powers through one, and looked like maybe that was going to be a gain of one. And Trojan lowers the boom, is able to pick up five on the reception out of the backfield. So Trojan makes it third and manageable for the defenders. Third and five. As we mentioned, the third down against Grandview, not easy. Give up just 20% conversions on third down this season. Third and five, jungling in motion from right to left. It's a handoff up the middle, and nothing doing for Dort. Maybe a gain of two on the play. And so it's going to be fourth and three on its own 39. We'll see how aggressive... Dort wants to be. Anthony Trojan on another carry, picks up two on the play. But fourth and three, it looks like Dort's going to send the punt unit out there. Twelve minutes left to go in the first half, and Blade Coons will be back to punt for the defenders. Coons' first punt win 43 yards. Dallas Flowers will be back to return. This one for Dort being punted into the wind. So Flowers back to return at his own 28. And that punt nearly blocked, but Coons able to get it off. And a nice hop for Dort. Are they ruling it a live ball? They are going to rule that Dort touched it. So it bounced, looked like potentially off the foot of Flowers, but it looked like it went off the chest first of the return man, or the uh, cover man, the gunner. And so it's marked at the 22, and Grandview will have the football. 11.32 left to go here in the first half at its own 22. So Dort unable to get anything going on that possession, and now the Vikings back out trying to add on to a 7-3 lead. Quick look at some of the other NAI football scores. Late in the first half, Kaiser leads on Arizona Christian at 39-7. Reinhardt leads on Marion 7-2 halfway through the second quarter. And still in the first quarter, Bethel leads Lindsey Wilson 3-0. It'll be another jet sweep, this one to Gates. And Jensen Gates gets past another man. The jet sweep has been effective for Grandview. It's a gain of 13 on the play. Gates has taken three jet sweeps. They've gone for 12, 10, and 13 unofficially. That'll be a first down for Grandview. Mino Jones with the tackle. 11 of 15 left to go here in the first half. The Vikings, number two in the country, Leading 7-3 here in this NAIA FCS first round matchup live from Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines on KDCR. 
Two receivers to the right, near side. It's Martin and Spry. And one receiver out to the left. It's a quick screen out to Spry. Wide receiver screen along the sideline. Steps out of bounds at about the 40. And actually they're going to mark the 39. So it's a gain of four. Johnny Sullivan with a quick pass out to Spry. Abe stays with the force out on the play, so he'll be credited with a tackle. And it's second and six from the Grandview 39. Second and six from the Vikings at their own 39-yard line. Reminder, these uh, stats unofficial here. Doesn't look like we have live stats going today, so unofficially speaking. Snap, it's another handoff, and this one nowhere to go. Look like in the backfield that was Avery Gates, and he's hit for a loss of two. Bryce Christian, one of the first guys in on that tackle, and that's going to make it third and seven, so a third and long. And a big opportunity here for the door defense to get off the field and keep this a one-score game. Ten minutes left to go here in the first half. Ten minutes left to go in the second quarter, and we're going to get a whistle, maybe another timeout by Grandview. It is going to be a timeout call by the Vikings. So the Vikings want to talk this third and long over. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Dort University football playoff action on KDCR. We're back here on KDCR. It's going to be third and seven for Grandview on their own 38 here on the right hash. 10.02 left to go in the first half of play. The Vikings ranked number two in the country with a 7-3 lead on the number 13 ranked Dort Defenders. Those rankings from the playoff selection committee. So third and long, a big spot here for the Dort defense to try to get off the field and get the ball back to the offense, see if they can't get some rhythm going. Sullivan takes the snap in the shotgun, goes to the right side. It's caught by Gates. Van Kickericks able to force him out of bounds. And Dort University is going to get the stop after a loss of one. So Sullivan gets the pass complete out to Avery Gates, but Gates loses a yard on the play, and it looks like Grandview will punt here from its own 37. So three successive punts to start off our second quarter. And a good tackle by Brayton Van Kekerix there in open space on the boundary. Able to uh, potentially get Grandview off the field as Crushwitz comes back out to punt. 11 yards was his last punt. That one skied high. And that's going to take a decent little Grandview bounce. But we'll see where it's marked. Dort should still have good field position nonetheless. And they're going to mark it at the 36. So 36 for Dort. Unofficially, that's going to make it about a 26-yard punt. So with 9.37 left to go here in the first half, defenders with the football. There is a flag now on the play. And you might see this get moved back a little bit. Looks like it is going to be moved back. It's after the play, unsportsmanlike conduct by the defenders. And that's a big penalty. That's 15 yards. You go from first and 10 on your own 36 to first and 10 on your own 21. And Dort really hasn't been able to get anything going offensively so far. Only points of the game came off the big interception return by Nathan Cabongo. So Dort's going to have first and 10 on its own 21. The ref Mike, it's working, but it's quiet enough in this wind you can't really hear so I'm not sure who that flag was called on 
But it was called on Dort nonetheless. And so Dort will have it on its own 21. In the backfield, it's Clayberg. Jungling will motion out to the right, so two receivers out to the right, one to the left. Clayberg sprinting to the right, gets it outside to Skibout. Skibout, can he get to the edge? He can't. It's cut off nicely by Knight, but a gain of five on first down for Dort. And that's Carter Skibout's first unofficial carry today. I haven't seen the defenders go to Carter Skibout much yet, unofficially his first carry. It's a gain of five. It'll be second and five for Dort now at its own 26. Nate Wheeland with the uh, tackle. So second down, another handoff. Kleber gives it to Skibout. Skibout right up the middle. Able to maneuver his way for maybe two. And so Carter Skibout, first two plays, two carries, and it's going to be third and three for Dort. A big third down here as the defenders want to get some tempo going, but they can't get the tempo going if they're not able to pick up a few first downs. So big spot here for the Dort offense. Third and three at its own 28. Seven to three, Grandview leads. 8.35 left to go here in the first half in Des Moines, Iowa. Two receivers left, one receiver right, one back. Clayberg looks like he wants to pass over the middle, intended for Hayden Large, and is there going to be a flag? They did not throw the flag. It looked like Hayden Large was interfered by the defender at the 50 as the defender clearly beat the ball to Hayden Large, but they're going to say incomplete and no flag. And so that incomplete pass means it's fourth down. They're going to give Dallas Flowers a clean breakup on the play. And so Dort's going to be in punt formation now. Blade Coons is back there, fourth and three at its own 28, and the Dort offense still trying to find a rhythm with 8.25 left to go here in the first half. Looks like Dort will punt it back to Grandview. And now we got a whistle. As Dort is now called for a delay of game. So Dort late getting the punt unit out there, and as a result, they're going to add five yards to this punt distance. So another five yards. Now Dort's punting from its own 23 into the wind. And with Dallas Flowers back there, he has the ability to break one big. Punting from his own 10. Coons boots it out to the 50. It's going to bounce, and it's touched early by Dort. Looked like that ball was maybe going to get a chance to run, but it's skipped up, and it looks like it hit a defender, Ryan Oliveira. And uh, I'm not sure where the officials are marking this. It looked like it was pretty touched, touched pretty clearly at the 48. Uh, they're going to call it where he caught it. So Grandview is going to have a first and ten. In the end, it's going to cost him maybe four yards. But with 8-17 left in the first half, either way, it's going to be great field positioning for Grandview. First and ten at their own 44. Grandview trying to make this a two-score game. They lead 7-3 halfway through the second quarter. Sullivan hands off to Presley. Presley gets through one arm tackle. Can't get through the second, though. Picks up just two. Tackled on the play by Kak Marinsky. So Presley on the carry. If he's able to get through that defender, he might still be running. So David Kakmarinski with the tackle. Second and eight for Grandview now on the right hash. 
And actually, no, they moved it forward now an extra yard. So it'll be a three-yard gain for Presley. Second and seven now from the door from Grandview Zone 20 or 47. Sullivan back to pass. Throws far hash. It's bobbled by Dom Wright Walton. And now defender misses the tackle. And Wright Walton's able to pick up a couple extra yards on the play. So Dom Wright Walton with the reception. Able to pick up about eight on the play. And that's good enough for a Grandview first down. So Grandview's got a first and ten now into defender territory at the 44. Grandview, that was a long throw across the field. It's a long closeout for the defender as well. Right, Walton bobbled it, gave him an opportunity. Would have been still a completion for about six on the play. Instead, it's a completion for eight after the missed tackle. Now running Presley, a little counteraction to the left side, and he picks up four. Presley met in the linebacking core by the defenders. A couple guys getting in on there, including the Kickericks. Tanner Milliken in on the play as well. So it'll be second and six for Grandview from the Dort 40. Second and six for the Vikings. 6.44 left to go here in the first half. The Vikings lead 7-3. 7-3 our score. Thanks for joining us here on KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM. Playoff football action for the defenders here on the airwaves. Sullivan takes the snap. Hill handoff has a hole, but a nice ankle tackle by David Kakmarinski. And Jensen tripped up after a gain of just two. Otherwise, Jensen had a clear path, it looked like, to the end zone. Lukak Marinsky just able to trip up Jensen Gates, and it's going to be third and four for Grandview at the door 38. Third and four for the Vikings on the left hash. The defenders will get the ball to start the second half. Just under six minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Dort won the toss and elected to defer. So a big third down play here. Third and four, two receivers right, two receivers left. Sullivan into the slot, gets the completion, and Mino Jones unable to make the tackle, and that's going to be a first down. Busting out to the right side, Dallas Flowers with the reception. And on the play, he's able to pick up about five. So Dallas Flowers, five-yard reception, and that's a Grandview first down. So first and 10 for the Vikings now on the Dort 33. And the Vikings methodically marching the ball down the field here. 5.25 left to go in the first half. 7-3 Grandview leads. Vikings with the football on the right hash. Three receivers left, one receiver right, one in the backfield. Sullivan fakes the throw to Flowers. Now looking deep, he's going over the top. Across the middle, spry, and it's broken up beautifully by the defenders as Abe stays in there. I think the guy breaking it up, though, was Dan Jungling. Intended for Bennett Spry. That went off the back of Dan Jungling, though. And Amino Jones also helping in coverage there. Incomplete. Sullivan had all the time in the world. And that's one thing. Grandview's allowed just two sacks this season. They've had great protection for Sullivan, part of the reason why he had been so efficient this season before his two interceptions today. 5.08 left to go here in the first half. 7-3 Vikings lead. Second and 10. Two receivers left. One receiver right. And Avery Gates in the backfield. Or rather Presley. Presley. He gets the handoff. Makes one man miss. Able to pick up maybe two. And is taken down at the line. Looking like making the tackle there. Sam Andrews on the play. 
So Presley gets just one, and it's a big third and long here, third and nine from the Dort 32. Likely four down territory for Grandview. We'll see if they run some action here to try to get some of the yardage and give themselves an opportunity on fourth down, or if they try to get it all here. You've got two receivers out to the right, two to the left, and Gates in the backfield. Avery Gates in the backfield. Sullivan out of the shotgun, takes the snap, looks right. Now he's running, pressure, able to get by one man, and now another defender misses. Sullivan makes two men miss and is able to beat everyone to the first down marker. Sullivan looked like he was dead to rights and was able to make two defenders miss and pick up 11 yards for the first down. So Johnny Sullivan, maybe the first time we've really seen Dort get pressure defensively and able to get by a couple guys, and Abe stays, missed the tackle in the second level, and from there it was just a race to the first down marker on the far side, and Sullivan beat everyone. So Johnny Sullivan keeps the drive alive. First and 10 now out at the Dort 22, under four minutes to go in the first half. Spry in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep. Now a reverse to Dom Wright. Walton read perfectly by the defenders. Brayton Van Kekerix makes the tackle. That's a loss of eight. So Grandview getting a little cute there, and Dort read it perfectly as a staying assignment football. Brayton Van Kekerix read it perfectly, makes the play, and that's a big tackle for a loss of eight. I'll back up Grandview now to the 30, and it's going to be second and 18. And this is a big spot because even if Grandview is able to get a field goal here, I keep it a one-score game late in the first half. So second and 18, 3-13 left to go here in the first half. Vikings with the football up by four. Seven to three-yard score, Sullivan shotgun. He'll hand off to Gates. Gates able to make one man miss. Avery Gates tries to get to the right side, but he's tracked down. Abe stays on the tackle, joined by Zade Nicholson. And so Gates picks up three on the play, but that's going to keep it third and long. Looks like it's going to be third and 15, and this is where Dort's defense needs to make a big play. They made a couple big plays with some interceptions, but this is where the defense needs to be able to either force Grandview to go for it on fourth or attempt a long field goal. Grandview would have the wind at its back for what it's worth. Their kicker has made a 39-yarder this year. They've only kicked seven field goals on the season. So three receivers left, two receivers right. It's an empty set, shotgun formation, Sullivan. Sullivan looking to the left, throwing over the top. It's out and just out of the reach of Brandon Martin. He had him near the pylon, but passed just a little too much on it. And so it's going to be fourth and long, fourth and 15. Grandview now has a decision to make. Do they kick the long field goal or go for it? And they are going to send out Nathan Hamilton. So Nathan Hamilton will come out for the field goal attempt. Unofficially, it'll be his long... He has attempted a 44-yarder, I believe, once this year. The longest he's made is 39. This is from 44. So longest kick of the year, but the wind is at his back, and the wind has kicked up a little bit. Hamilton, snap is down, kick is up, and it is good. Nathan Hamilton drills a 44-yard field goal. And so the Vikings, unable to find the end zone, but able to put points on the uh, board and get the field goal to go up by seven. 2.12 left to go here in the first half of play. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. 
back here on KDCR. Those are our first points of the quarter. And it's 10-3. So 10-3 our score. 2-12 left to go in the first half. Grandview with a seven-point lead. They'll kick it back to the defenders. Hamilton boots it. That's going to go into the end zone. Out for a touchback. And so Dort will have it at its own 25. Interesting decision time for Dort. They really haven't had a whole lot to go offensively. Grandview has just one timeout left. Dort has two. Dort obviously wanting to get a little bit of momentum going into the half, but the defenders do have the football to start the second half. So we'll see what Dort decides to do here. First and 10 at its own 25 going into the wind. And wind coming from north to south. Blowing uh, directly left to right from my vantage point at the press box. So first and ten for the defenders. Two receivers to the right. Two in the backfield pistol formation. Clayberg. He'll hand it off. Skeevout. Skeevout able to get some room. Connor Skeevout. Out to the 50. The 40. And he's run down at the Grandview 34. <laughs> well, forget that. Patience, stab boy. Connor Skeevout with the biggest offensive play of the day for the defenders, able to burst out unofficially for 41. And just like that, under two minutes to go in the first half, the defenders in business at the Grandview 33. A 42-yard carry unofficially for Carter Skeebout. Now a play-action pass across the middle, intended for Levi Jungling, and it's... Caught at the two-yard line. Levi Jungling, the diving reception, and the defenders are down to the two. And now if you're Dort, you probably want to use a little bit of clock here. 141 left to go in the half. You don't want to give Grandview too much time. Grandview, if you're the Vikings, why not use your final time out here? So Noah Clayberg over the top. That's a 31-yard reception by Levi Jungling. His 61st catch of the year, and now Dort is going to drain as much clock as it can. The defenders, a big play on the ground, a big play through the air. It's first and goal at the two. One fifteen left to go here in the first half. Clayberg takes the snap, handoff. Sonderman, Sonderman still churning near the goal line, and they're going to mark him short after a gain of one. So Michael Sonderman, his first carry, one yard short. But for Dort, as long as you still get a touchdown, that's the ideal scenario, able to drain more time off the clock, and the defenders get the ball to start the second half. So for the defenders, they're able to churn a little more clock here. They still have to make sure they get in the end zone, but you're worried about two teams here, two things here. And if you can knock two things off that list, Dort could go into the half tied. 10 on the play clock, 35 on the game clock. Clayberg in the backfield, pistol formation, jungling motion. Sonderman up the middle, touchdown. Michael Sonderman, little trivia for you. Who's the first player to score a touchdown in the playoffs for Dort University football? That would be Michael Sonderman into the end zone. And Dort answers with 29 seconds left here in the first half. Two big plays, one on the ground, one through the air. And just like that, Dort's a point after attempt away from knotting this thing up at 10. Zachman, he'll have a point after attempt. Behold by Coons. It's down, kick is up. And we're tied at 10. Brett Zachman, PAT is through. The defenders 
tie this up at 10. 29 seconds left in the first half. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to playoff football for the North Defenders here on KDCR. This is a Dort football team that was just asking for a chance. Put us in the playoffs, give us a chance, and let's see what we can do. Well, with 29 seconds left in the first half, the defenders are tied with the number two team in the country, 10-10. to Now, Zachman is kicking into the wind. It's going to be important for Dort to make sure Flowers doesn't get a big return here. Grandview with just one timeout. And so Zachman boots it. It's going to bounce at the 10. It's fielded by Flowers at the 8. Flowers on the far side. Doesn't have a ton of room. Forced out of bounds. Takes about four seconds off the clock. So with 25 seconds left here in the second quarter, Grandview, it's a return of 23. So not terrible field position for Grandview. They're going to have it at their own 32. But for the Vikings, just 25 seconds left in one timeout. We'll see if Sullivan tries to push it. He has two interceptions on the day, but has been in a much better rhythm as of late. Grandview talking things over in the huddle still. Play clock started a little late, so it's only at 25 now. 25 seconds left in the first half. The defenders tied with Grandview 10 to 10. 10 to 10 our score. And Presley is in the backfield. Two receivers left, one receiver right. Sullivan's under center. Now some motion. It's a jet sweep to Spry. Spry running towards the near sideline. Nowhere to go. Is tracked down after a gain of maybe seven on the play. But that likely going to do it here for the first half. Clock still going. Bennett Spry on the carry. And that is going to do it. So the Dort defenders... Able to march down the field 75 yards in four plays and tie this thing up right before halftime. And guess what? Your Dort defenders get the football to start the second half. Not a bad first half for the playoff debutantes, the Dort defenders. All knotted up at 10. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR 88.5 FM. Coming to you live from Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines, Iowa. We'll be back in a few minutes. Try to take a look at some unofficial stats. See if we can't find some other scores with your uh, fairway meat and grocery scoreboard and more. Thanks for joining us. KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. We're back here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. We'll uh, start with Grandview's unofficial stats, then we'll take a break, get to Dort's. Uh, again, looks like uh, there are no live stats today, so uh, unofficial stats, but i uh, been able to do the math. think I've done a pretty good job keeping track of them, so uh, just didn't quite have enough time to add. My mental math isn't quite as strong as it used to be, but... We uh, will take a look here at Grandview stats unofficially from that first half. Unofficially, Johnny Sullivan, 11 of 19 on for 91 yards and two interceptions. 11 of 18, pardon me. So 11 completions on 18 attempts, 91 passing yards, and two interceptions. Now, Grandview, those uh, receptions broken down, two receptions for 15 yards unofficially for Anthony Turner. One reception for 10 yards to Brandon Martin. Four receptions for 42 yards to Bennett Spry. One reception for 8 yards for Dom Wright-Walton. And two receptions for Tywin for 11 yards. One reception for Dallas Flowers for 5. 
Now rushing the football, 119 total rushing yards unofficially for Grandview in that first half. Two of those coming from Devon Presley on nine carries. So Presley, nine carries for 72 yards unofficially and a touchdown. Jensen Gates has five carries unofficially for 32 yards. Avery Gates, five carries for six yards. And then a couple guys with one carry. Bennett's Rye with six yards. Johnny Sullivan with 11. And Dom Wright-Walton with minus eight. So unofficially, 119 rushing yards for Grandview, 91 passing yards. Adds a total of 216 offensive yards for Grandview unofficially in that first half. Just 10 points, though, in part thanks to the two interceptions thrown by Johnny Sullivan. Both teams, two turnovers in this contest. Sullivan with two picks. Noah Clayberg has an interception. And the uh, fumble, first punt of the game for Dort, with a fumble went awry, or the snap went awry, and uh, Grandview was able to recover. Uh, that was when Dort was able to get its first interception of the day. I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to Dort University Playoff Football here on KDCR. We'll take another quick break, try to add up some of the Dort stats and have those for you, along with uh, some other scores on the Fairway Meat and Grocery Scoreboard Report coming up on KDCR 88.5 FM. And we're back here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Thanks for joining us here on the airwaves. The Dort Defenders, ranked number 13, tied with number two Grandview, 10 to 10 at the half, and Dort will receive to start the second half as well. So the Defenders right now sitting in a, a good spot as they lead here against the Vikings. We do actually have some unofficial stats. Uh, Thanks to uh, some listeners on Twitter and also uh, Grandview now providing some stats here at halftime as well. So I was off by one yard. That's why they're unofficial stats. You know, (laughs) in that first half, Grandview uh, had 217 total yards, and I had them down for 216. So a little bit of an error, but, you know, close (laughs) in in that final regard. So Grandview, they have uh, 12 first downs compared to just three for Dort, and yet we're all tied up at 10. Thanks in part to a couple big plays there. Late in the first half, Carter Skibout with a big rush. And then uh, 41 yards unofficially and then 31 yards unofficially. Uh, Levi Jungling the reception to put Dort down to the two-yard line. Two Michael Sonneman rushes later. And the defenders tied this thing up at 10 apiece with 29 seconds left in the first half. We'll go through Grandview stats again. Uh, overall, 128 rushing yards, 89 passing yards. That's a total of uh, 217 total yards. 12 of 19 with two interceptions. That's Johnny Sullivan's stat line here at the half. 89 passing yards for him. And as you look at uh, a fumble recovery for Grandview, they had a, an interception as well. Dort with a couple interceptions too, though. And so that's why those two turnovers, Grandview has uh, about six minutes more time in possession, has twice as many yards, has four times as many first downs, and if you're the defenders, you got all that, and you're tied here at 10-10. Got to be pretty pleased with that, all things considered. For Dort, as a team, 64 rushing yards on 12 rushes, 6 of 14 with one interception. That's Noah Claybrook's passing line for 39 yards. Uh, overall, Dort has run 26 plays for 103 yards, while Grandview has run 41 plays for 217 total yards. Carter Skibout leads the way, 47 rushing yards. Again, <laughs> 42 of those came on one carry. Anthony Trojan has 24 rushing yards, 11 for Noah Clayberg, 
and four for Michael Sonderman. Meanwhile, Clayberg, I mentioned six of 14 passing through the air. Hayden Large with three receptions. Anthony Trojan with two. Large three receptions for one yard. Trojan two for seven. And Levi Jungling one for 31. That's how uh, it all stacks up here as we look at uh, the overall stats. That's officially what we're given by Grandview here today. Brayton Vickerick's with uh, five or six total tackles. Same with Nathan Cabongo. They lead the way for Dort. Vickerick's with one and a half tackles for loss. Abe Stays and Bryce Christian each with four Stays with one tackle for loss and half a tackle for loss for Rice Christian. The big thing, obviously, is the two interceptions. Nathan Kamanga with two interceptions, and his return on that first one really set Dort up in business with the opportunity to get that first field goal and be the first team to get on the board today. And so we'll see if Dort can come out, channel a little bit of that late first-half magic, and apply that to the second half about seven and a half minutes away for the second half here in Des Moines. We're going to take another break here on KDCR 88.5 FM, and when we come back, we will have our Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard, take a look at some of the other playoff scores, as well as some other Dort Defender teams in action here today. KDCR 88.5 FM. Back here on KDCR 88.5 FM. I noticed the live stats have it as 10 to 9, but I'm pretty sure it is 10 to 10 based on. Uh, I'm very confident that extra point went in and that the officials signaled it as being good and that the Grandview fans were excited that it was good. So I believe it's 10 10 here in Des Moines, all knotted up at halftime. That's also what we've got at the in stadium scoreboard. And so it looks like uh, that was maybe just left off, but. It's time for our Fairway Meat and Groceries scoreboard. First, let's start with a little bit of defender action. So today on the schedule, obviously this football game here, Dort Softball and Dort Baseball both at home. Dort Softball is hosting Doan. Baseball is hosting Hastings. And then coming up at 5 today, Dort Women's Volleyball hosting an NAI opening round national tournament match as well against Mid-American Nazarene. You can hear that live on KDCR. Mike Biker will have your call for you at 5 p.m. For the defenders, softball, one game in the books, thanks to a six-run sixth inning. The defenders beat Grand or beat Doan 9-5. So softball wins game one of that doubleheader against Doan. Game two is not underway yet, according to live stats. For Dort Baseball, they are in the top of the third inning against Hastings. That game is 0-0. Dort the only team with hits right now. Dort also has two errors, so 0-0 zero zero our score in that one. Let's look at the other playoff games. This one at the half, Dort leading Grandview 10-9. In the second half, about five minutes into the third quarter, Kaiser leads Arizona Christian 49-14. Late in the first half, it's Bethel over Lindsey Wilson at 10-7. I assume it's about to start the second quarter, and it just hasn't switched from first to second. Northwestern is up 7-0 on Dickinson State. Meanwhile, late in the third, Reinhardt leads 14-2 on Marion. Morningside leads 7-0 in the first quarter on Carroll. And Olivet Nazarene up 10-7 in the first quarter, late in the first quarter on Baker as well. So a couple top seeds leading there. Kaiser 49-14. Northwestern 7-0. You have Morningside 7-0. Reinhardt 14-2. Couple underdogs leading as well. Bethel up by three. Olivet Nazarene up by three. 
And the Dort here tied at the half. So at least by straight up seeding what is deemed uh, an upset or not. Also trying to find a, a little bit of volleyball. Looks like the volleyball for the G-Pack. Nobody plays until 2 p.m. today. Quick rundown on our fairway meat and groceries scoreboard. Coming up at 2, Mayville State is at Midland and Concordia at Xavier. At 3, the University of St. Mary is at Jamestown. At 5, I mentioned the defenders hosting Mid-American Nazarene. And at 7, Northwestern hosts Trinity College, Trinity Christian College. So five G-Pack teams in action in the NAI women's volleyball opening round. And for the G-Pack, we have three teams in action today in the first round of the NAIA FCS playoffs. Two minutes away from the start of our second half in Des Moines, live from Duke Williams Stadium, I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. We're back here on KDCR 88.5 FM, just a seconds away from kickoff, all tied at 10, the first ever. Dort University football NAI FCS playoff game and the defenders tied with number two Grandview 10 to 10 here and the defenders will get the football to start the second half going from left to right or from north to south the wind died down a little bit here at the moment but uh, still for the most part is blowing from north to south and so uh, we're excited for for this one the defenders We'll see if they can pick up where they left off. Only 100 total yards of offense in that first half, and 75 of those came on that touchdown drive in a minute and a half just before the end of the first half. Kickoff for Grandview. It'll be Nathan Hamilton kicking into the wind, although, again, looks like the wind may be more 5-10 to 10 here at the moment than 10-15. to 15. Back to return, Levi Jungling. And our second half from Duke Williams Stadium is underway. That ball booted, fielded by Jungling, back, retreating at the four, able to get out to the 15, makes one guy miss, but now Grandview, great coverage by the Vikings, and the defenders only able to get about 12 on that return, and so Dort will start backed up in its own territory to start the second half. That'll be first and 10 for Dort University at its own 17. So the defenders, all tied at 10. We'll see what adjustments they were able to make. Just three first downs for Dort in that first half. They have not converted on third down yet today. They are one of two on fourth down. In the backfield, Carter Skibout and Anthony Trojan joining the pistol set with Noah Kleber. Two receivers to the left, and Kleber, he'll keep it. Pitches out now to Trojan. Trojan gets to the edge, is able to pick up about seven, eight yards on the play before he's cut down by looks like Jace Knight. So a gain for Anthony Trojan. Gets about seven on the play. And actually, they're going to give him eight. They'll give him eight on the play. So Anthony Trojan, first and, or second and three for the defenders. Here at the 25-yard line. Second and three for Dort. 30 seconds of the second half. Carter Skeebout carries up the middle. Has to sidestep a defender to his left and is tackled right around the line of scrimmage by Cameron Maxfield. Nowhere really to go there on that carry for Dort. And so it's going to be third and two. Skibout able to sidestep forward for about a yard. So one yard on the play. It's third and two. Dort has not converted a third down yet today. Kleber keeps it. Breaks one tackle. And he's got the first down and almost broke through. 
an angle tackle or Noah Clayberg is housing that football. Just tripped up on the play by Justin Carroll. The senior from Dickinson, Texas, just getting the shoe tops of Noah Clayberg. But Clayberg able to pick up the first down for the defenders. First and 10 at the 36. On the left hash, Clayberg takes the snap. He'll hand off, ski bout, ski bout gets by two defenders. Up the middle, moseys his way for a gain of about four. So Carter ski bout with a gain of four on the play. It's second and six. Second and six, tied at 10, a minute and 40 seconds here into the second half. The defenders with a football after converting their first third down. We'll see what they're able to do here. Clayberg takes the snap, play action pass, rolls right, throws out Jungley near side, caught near the first down marker. It'll all depend on the spot, but it looks like they'll give it to him. A completion to Levi Jungling for a gain of six out to the 48-yard line and another first down for the defenders. Well, maybe Dort, that drive at the end of the first half, establishing a little bit of an offensive rhythm. Grandview, the number one total defense in the nation, allowing less than 160 yards per game. If Dort were to score a touchdown, they would surpass that on this drive. The carry from Skibout up the middle, stopped in the backfield, a loss of one on the play, Josh Cifuentes into the backfield, and so the loss of one will make it second and 11 for Dort. Dort at its own 47 on the right hash. Eli Bolden out there with Levi Jungling, Jaden Heisman, and Hayden Large. In the backfield, Michael Sonderman. Sonderman and Clayberg in the backfield. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Sonderman flanking to the left of Clayberg. He'll take the snap, fakes the throw, will run immediately. Clayberg, and he stopped Patrick Canby playing the quarterback spy on that play. No gain for Noah Clayberg. And it's going to be third and long for Dort. Third and 11, Patrick Canby with the stop. Canby with a couple tackles in the backfield, stopping that Dort offense, and now this is a tough spot. Third and 11. We'll see what Dort can dial up. 11.45 left to go here in the third quarter. Trojan motions to the left. Four receivers out. Klaber, plenty of time to throw, and it's thrown a yard short of the marker, but caught to Levi Jungling. And if you're Dort, likely going to, they're going to mark him two yards short, actually. They're going to look like Levi Jungley caught that at the 43 and slid back to the 44. They're going to mark it, though, fourth and two. Oh, it would be fourth and one. Should be fourth down either way, but for Dort, it's an extra yard to get here. The offense still out there. 11 15 left to go in the third. Fourth and two with the Grandview 44. Kleber takes the snap, takes the handoff, pitches to the left. Trojan has some room. He's got the first down. Gets three yards on the play. Good close defensively by Carroll. Impressive speed off the edge there. That's enough for a first down. So Dort University, it's second fourth down conversion of the day. And Dort is on the Grandview 41 with a new set of downs. 10 to 10 our score. Four minutes now into the third quarter. Pistol formation for Dort. Clayberg snaps, hands off to Sonderman. Sonderman finds his way through. Sonderman, he's still up into the secondary. A first down, Michael Sonderman. The bulldozer rolls through a gain of 15, and Michael Sonderman has Dort just shy of the Grandview 25. The defenders marching down the field. And it'll be first and 10, 145 yards now on the day for the defenders. 
closing in on what Grandview allows per game this year. Sonderman, another carry this time, left side. Not quite as much room. Able to drag a defender for two yards, keep those legs moving, and it's about a two-and-a-half yard gain on the play. So Michael Sonderman, some fresh legs. Sonderman only had one carry in that first half, or two carries in that first half. They both came there at the goal line. 10-15, about five minutes into our second half of play. We're tied at 10. Sonderman carry again up the middle. Sonderman churning those feet, moving forward, and is able to pick up close to six yards on the play. It's going to be third and short for the defenders, about third and two. So Dort now inside the red zone, third and two. Again, this is the area of the field that the Dort coaches have stressed and stressed and stressed. They were red zone execution pretty much away from being able to knock off Northwestern and Morningside. It'll be Sonderman Curry, a little hop over the defender on the ground, and it looks like he's going to be just short of the fourth down or the first down marker. And so Dort, fourth and maybe inches and it looks like Dort's going to go for it. Now if you can go forward for four, on fourth and two at the 44, fourth and one at the 18, a little bit of a no-brainer. We'll see what the defenders are able to do. Right now it's a Noah Clayberg empty set. This is usually where you see a QB draw out of the backfield. Noah Clayberg in the shotgun, empty set. We'll see if we get the QB draw. We do. Noah Clayberg sidesteps a man, and he gets the first down. So Noah Clayberg on the QB keeper, able to pick up three yards, gets down to about the 15-yard line, and it's a new set of downs in the red zone for your Dort University defenders. Six minutes run off the clock on this drive, and we've got a player down now for an injury for Grandview. Can't see who that is. We'll take a quick break, though, here on KDCR. 9.04 left in the third quarter. The defenders tied with Grandview at 10 and into the red zone. The Dort offense is marching. That was Kaim Mosley who was helped off the field. For uh, his health, obviously, as he's holding, looks like his shoulder on the play. It'll be first and ten for the defenders. Under nine minutes left to go here in the third. Pistol formation. Kleber takes the snap. Rolls out to his right. And maybe a hold in the backfield. Surprise, there's no flag. Kleber is scrambling. Scrambling to the left. Able to get just beyond the line of scrimmage and track down. We've only had one flag in this game. Only one flag, though two flags, pardon me. We had an unsportsmanlike conduct late hit on the defenders, and we had a procedural error on a kickoff from Grandview. Other than that, not many flags, but Dort out of way with a holding there, for being honest. Looked like a hold on the right tackle. It'll be second and nine. Second and nine for the defenders, Sonderman, and he's hit in the backfield, spins off one guy, hit again, spins off another, running to his left, breaks two more tackles, Sonderman able to turn what should have been a loss for maybe two into a gain of about two. It took four broken tackles before Sonderman went down, and he's able to get about two yards out of it, but again, this is the spot Dort wants to find the end zone. It's third and seven from the 13-yard line. Third and seven inside the red zone. This is the hardest place to get it done in Grandview. Has only had has only had opponents in six games make it to the red zone seven times. Dort's been here once. They kicked a field goal first time. Clayberg fakes the quarterback run. There's a flag. It's going to be a holding penalty. Clayberg is running towards the first down marker. He gets it. He's into the end zone, but it's going to come back for a hold. Noah Clayberg was able to pick up the first down on the uh, scramble and found the end zone even just inside the pylon, but a hold, and I think 
they're going to get Carter Baldwin on that one, the right guard. So the touchdown is going to come back. The touchdown is going to come back, and Dort's going to instead have third and 17 at the Grandview 23. A much harder set, and now you're starting to look at maybe trying to run something that gives you a better look at a field goal. Dort has used half of this quarter. 7.25 left to go here in the first, or in the uh, third quarter. But the defenders, they're looking for six. It's going to be third and 17 from the 23 now. We'll see what the Dort offense, Aaron Mingo, the offensive coordinator, what they can dial up. If they can't maybe get to fourth and manageable or just give themselves a better look at a field goal. Klaber takes the snap. He drops back to pass. Defense closing in, and Clayberg is sacked for a loss of 10. Grandview sacks Noah Clayberg, and now there's a flag. It's gonna, we'll see if it's a sideline warning or if it's an actual penalty against Grandview. We haven't had a sideline warning yet, but the flag was thrown by the near sideline judge. By my understanding, because it is the first one, this is likely just going to be a warning. But we'll wait for the call. And it's a big call, too. Yeah, it's just a sideline warning. So no pen- it'll be no penalty yardage. So just a warning, and that means it's going to be 4th and 27 for Dort at the 33. And now you do have the wind at your back. Can Brett Zachman make a 50-yarder? That's what Dort's going to try to find out. Zachman on the season is 12 of 12. His longest field goal this year came from 43 yards. He's 12 for 12 on the year. Longest from 43. This one from 50 on the left hash. The snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is up. It's got the distance. And it is no good. Brett Zachman's field goal misses left. And so Dork gets inside the red zone. But a holding penalty and a sack push the defenders out of the red zone. And now we've got a flag. It's after the play. So I think Grandview's still going to get the football. There is a flag. We'll see what happens here. I think it was after the play, a taunting, unsportsmanlike penalty. So Grandview should still have the football, if my understanding is correct, but they would have it at the tw- at the 18 instead of the 33. So again, a discussion here from the officials, but likely a dead ball foul after the kick was no good. It was after the play was over, so it's a 15-yard penalty, so Grandview is still going to get the football, but they'll start with it at their own 18 instead of the 33. And my question is, what are you taunting about when someone misses a 50-yard field goal and you're tied 10-10 at a playoff game? But a 50-yard field goal isn't exactly easy, and it didn't miss left by much, but uh, Grandview hit with a taunting penalty, and if you're Dort, obviously not the uh, scenario you wanted, but you'd rather start with Grandview starting with it inside its own 20-yard line. So with 6.58 left to go here in the third quarter, this is the first time Grandview will have the football here in the second half. So the 50-yard field goal was no good, and now Grandview will have the football. The defenders got all the way down to the 13, but then saw a 10-yard holding penalty, wipe out a touchdown, and a 10-yard sack results in a 50-yard missed field goal. Presley, right side, he's hit in the backfield for a loss of one. 
First player in the backfield, Tanner Milliken with the hit. A loss of one for Presley on the play. And it'll be second and long. First play for Grandview here in this half goes backwards. At the 16-yard line, they're going to say he lost two yards, actually. So they move the football back two yards. Presley loses two. 10-10 our score. Six and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Number 13, Dort, and number two, Grandview, all knotted up. Grandview last year lost in the semifinals to Morningside, 21-16. Sullivan, empty set, three receivers left, two receivers right. Looks right, throw over the middle. It's caught, breaking a tackle and getting the first down. And driving out, getting some good yardage after the reception there for Grandview. That's Nick Danielson, his first reception of the day. So Nick Danielson on the reception, and that's about 19 yards. A Grandview first down out to its own 36. So Grandview out to its own 36, and then they've got a little breathing room. One receiver right, one receiver left, Presley in the backfield. Now we'll see some motion. Looks like Brandon Martin moving from left to right. Sullivan, play action pass, rolling to the right. He wants to find Martin and overthrows him. Good coverage by Abe Stays, blanketing him at the top of that route and nowhere to go on the curl. And Sullivan plays his safe, throws it high and wide. When you throw it high and wide near the sideline, hard for the defense to do much there. So an incomplete pass by Sullivan. It's second and ten. Second and ten for the Vikings. On their own 36, 5.52 left here in the third quarter on the left hash. The defenders in their first ever football NAI FCS playoff game. Grandview started right around the same time Dort did 2008. They won the national title in 2013, a team with a lot of success. Presley runs to the left, boundary side, nowhere to go. Is hit by Milliken and Christian after a gain of just one. And it's going to be third and nine for the Vikings here on the near side. Vikings going from right to left, or from south to north, into the wind here in the third quarter. They'll have the wind for the final quarter of play. Final quarter regulation, I should say. Don't want to put the cart before the horse. You never totally know what's going to happen. So Dort has 173 total yards. That's more than what Grandview has given up on this season. Grandview, 217 before this drive. They've been able to pick up about 19 yards. It's third and nine at the 37. Three receivers to the right, one to the left, and one back. Flanking Sullivan on his left. Sullivan, he's throwing a deep ball. It's a fade route. Intended and caught. Grandview, a 50-50 ball. Cole Henderson goes up for it. His sixth reception of the season had 86 yards on the year before that catch. But what a play as uh, skying up. Able to make the giant reception on third and long. And Grandview's all the way down to the door 25. So a 43-yard reception by Henderson. Just jumped up and got it over top of Nathan Cabongo. And now the Vikings in business. Down to the door 25 with a new set of downs. Two receivers to the right as well as a tight end and a fullback. They'll throw the screen out to the right. Dom Wright-Walton hit near the line of scrimmage is able to maybe pick up a few yards being spun forward they're going to give him about four on the play and that'll make it second and six from the 21 so you talk about game changing plays that reception from Cole Henderson could be just that 
Grandview throwing a 50-50 ball up, just a fly route here on the near sideline on third and nine. Dort had the opportunity to get the football back tied up. And now Grandview in field goal range, second and six from the 21. Two receivers left, one receiver right. Sullivan with Presley in the backfield. Presley takes the handoff, counteracts, it goes right. He's got some room, makes one man miss out to the 10. The ball is loose. The official on the far side is going to say he's down. Dort picked up the loose ball, but the official on the far side is going to say Presley was down before the ball came out, and that's going to give Grandview a first and goal just inside the 10. First and goal for Grandview just inside the 10-yard line, and Presley down just before that ball popped out. 3.40 left to go here in the third quarter. The Vikings to the 10-yard line. One receiver to the left, one to the right in the backfield. That's Avery Gates. Sullivan is under center with Gates. They haven't handed it off with him much. This seems to be more of the play action set. They do hand it off to Gates there, and he is stuffed at the line, a loss of one. Avery Gates with nowhere to go, lost a yard going to the right side. So second and goal from the 11-yard line for Grandview. This is a big spot for both teams. 10-10 our score. Second and goal from the 11, under three minutes to go here in the third. And a big spot here. If Dort can hold Grandview to a field goal, that would be considered a win. 2.45 now on the clock. Stacked receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Throwing to the left, wide open touchdown, Cole Henderson. Left all alone in the middle of the end zone, and Cole Henderson has flipped this game on its head. The big 43-yard reception just going up over top of Nathan Cabongo and making the catch, and now lost the defender there, found the pocket in the zone, and makes the touchdown reception. 16-10, Grandview leads, PAT pending. Hamilton, his kick is up, and it's good. 17-10, 2.37 left to go. It's Cole Henderson, the touchdown reception that puts the Vikings back on top. We'll be back in 30 minutes. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM. This We're back here on KDCR 88.5 FM. 17-10, 2.37 left to go here in the third quarter. Grandview reestablishes the lead with their first drive. Each team has had one drive here at about 12 and a half minutes of game action in the third. Levi Jungling back to return. And they'll boot it towards him. He'll field the Hamilton kick on the run at the 7. Jungling, a little bit of space to the right. And is hit out near the 25-yard line, making the tackle on the play. Got some flags on the play as well. And if that's a holding on Dort, that's going to back Dort up. Danny Cook made the tackle, the fullback on the play, but we'll have to see what this flag is. It's got big implications on starting field positioning. Does Dort start at the 25? Are they starting at the 15? Or are they moving it forward? It's going to be a hold. Now, this this was about 25 yards away from the play, so looks like it was a holding in the first line. That means Dort's going to start with it at its own 15, so Dort backed up again. 
They started on their own 17 when they drove down the field, ultimately missing a 50-yard field goal after a holding penalty and a sack. So down seven, Dort's got the football, 2.33 left to go in the third quarter at its own 15. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, one back. Trojan with Clayberg. It's an option. Clayberg keeps it, able to get by one defender, hit hard by the second defender. And Noah Clayberg a little slow to get up after picking up about eight yards on that carry. Noah Clayberg took a big hit in the secondary. I believe that was Cole Rollinger with the big hit. 2.08 left to go here in the third quarter. It's going to be second and two for Dort at its own 23-yard line. Clayberg hands it off up the middle. A little bit of movement. Trojan gets out to the 25. That'll be a Dort first down. And the Grandview fans want a little bit of an unnecessary roughness penalty on Jaden Heisman. Shoving flowers. It was late, but nothing really egregious there. It's going to be first and 10 for Dort at the 26. They'll give him three on the carry. And so the defenders pick up that first first down. Haven't really established the tempo yet that we're used to seeing. Ethan Thomas now checks in at quarterback. So Ethan Thomas at quarterback for Dort. He's throwing and immediately finds Levi Jungi for a reception, but there's a flag on the play. It was a late flag thrown by the near side line judge. It's going to be a legal formation, or actually it's going to be, my guess is it's going to be a, a lineman downfield. My guess is it's going to be a, an ineligible receiver down the field. It was a late flag by the line judge. And so we'll get the call. It is going to be an eligible man downfield on the defenders, so that's going to wipe out a 12-yard reception. And Grandview leads 17-10. to 10. 17 to 10 Grandview leads. It's going to be a five yard penalty against Dort. Wipes out the first down. They'll be backed up to the 21. So, first and 15 for the defenders. Ethan Thomas still in at quarterback. Not see where Noah Clayberg went. It looks like he's somewhere on the sidelines. Thomas keeps it. He'll run to the right. Makes one man miss. Gets the penalty yards back and a little more. The gain of eight on the play for Ethan Thomas, so that first and 15 quickly becomes a second and seven. Second and seven for the defenders. Again, Ethan Thomas at quarterback. Noah Clayberg took a big hit on that last carry where he was able to, on first and 10 from the 15, pick up about eight yards, and we've had Ethan Thomas since. Thomas, throw across the middle, and that one's just a little bit too low for Levi Junglin was the same play where we saw that first down catch wiped out by the penalty. And now Dort's going to have third and long, third and seven. 105 left to go here in the third quarter. Third and seven for Dort near the middle of the field on its own 28. Defenders, two receivers left, one receiver right. Thomas, drop back across the middle and incomplete. Little miscommunication in between Hayden Large and Jaden Heisman and the closest player to that football was a Grandview defender and so Dort's going to have to punt it back to the Vikings so the penalty wipes down a first down reception puts Dort in first and long and from there the defenders can't get it going that's two offensive drives here in the third quarter 
where penalties have uh, slowed or halted the momentum altogether. And now Grandview is going to get the football back. Under a minute to go here in the third quarter. Punting, it's Blade Coons from the 29, and a good boot. Flowers catches it, retreating at the 25, and he stays in bounds. He's tight walking the sideline. Flowers still in bounds, and he's knocked out of bounds by Coons after a huge return, basically wiping out the entire punt. Grandview's going to have the ball at the Dort 31. So that punt, a net yardage of two. The huge return, and with 46 seconds left in the third, Grandview's got the momentum, and they are starting to roll. That Cole Henderson catch has changed everything so far. Dort was inches away from getting the ball back on a third and long, and instead it was a big reception to keep a drive alive. Then Henderson caught a touchdown later in that drive. Flag stops the last drive for the defenders, and now a big punt return. Unofficially a 45-yard punt return for Dallas Flowers. That would be his longest return in the season. As long as before that was 35. Under center, two receivers, one in the backfield, Presley, Presley. He'll take the handoff, goes to the left, finds room where it seems like nothing was there, and he gets out to the 29-yard line, a gain of three on the play. But Presley, looked like there was nothing there, manages... To find three yards and to stay ahead of the chains. Second and seven now for Grandview. And for Dort, they need a big defensive stop here. 17-10, Vikings lead. We'll see if the Vikings run another play or if they just go to the half. Or end of the uh, quarter. 15 seconds left here in the third. And it looks like we are just going to go to the end of the third quarter. Three quarters in the books here at Duke Williams Stadium here in Des Moines, Iowa. And it's Grandview, the number two team in the country, leading the defenders by seven. And the Vikings are driving. Back here on KDCR 88.5 FM, you're listening to Dort University playoff football here on the airwaves. As it looks like Grandview leading 17 to 10. And they've got second and seven at the Dort 29. On the left hash, Grandview with the football. Now the wind at their back. So Grandview with the wind at their back. And it looks like live stats is not updated in about 20 minutes. So 17 to 10, our score. Hand off Presley. Presley hit in the backfield by Mike Dom. And he's ridden down for a loss of two. Mike Dom with a big hit. And it's a loss of two, and this is similar to where we were earlier. It was a third and nine last quarter where Cole Henderson made the massive reception that kept a drive alive for Grandview, ultimately leading into, a few plays later, a Cole Henderson touchdown reception. While Dort's defense has a third and nine here at its own 31. Can the defenders get a big stop or force Grandview to go for it on fourth down? One receiver left, one receiver right. Presley in the backfield, Sullivan in the shotgun. Maybe running a, running the football here. Nope, it'll be a quick slant, and it's caught, and he bobbles it, but able to get inside the 15-yard line. Martin, the Grandview fans' heart stopped momentarily as Martin bobbled the football, but is 
able to pick up the first down and now into the red zone. Red zone, 16 yards on the reception. Grandview back in business. So Grandview inside the 15-yard line, and Dort needs a big stop here. 17 to 10, under 14 minutes left to go. The Vikings lead. Sullivan will be under center. One receiver right, one receiver left. Presley in the backfield. Seven blockers down for Grandview. A heavy run set. Presley gets the handoff. Unable to get through an ankle tackle. Will pick up a gain of a yard on the play. So one yard on the carry by Presley. And it'll be second and nine from the 13. Second and nine from the 13. Thirteen and a half minutes left to go here at Duke Williams Stadium in regulation. Live in Des Moines, Iowa. This is Dort University football on KDCR. Grandview leading by seven. Motion from right to left. It's Spry under center. Sullivan. Sullivan fakes the handoff to Presley. Now throws the screen to Spry. Spry gets to the edge. Hit out of bounds at about the seven, eight yard line. It's going to be third down. Third down, and for Dort, I know, there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of time left here in the fourth quarter, but with the Grandview's defense, a play like this could go a long way towards deciding the game. What happens here on third down and the subsequent down if Dort's able to get the stop, if Grandview would go for it or just try to kick the field goal and get the two-score lead? Third and four. At the 8-yard line, Grandview needs to get to the 4. Two receivers left, one receiver right. Sullivan under center, and it's a false start. It's a false start against Grandview, but 3rd and 9 has been a money down in distance for Grandview. The last two drives, two 3rd and 9 conversions. First one led to a touchdown on the last drive, and the last one got Grandview inside the red zone. But this is the play. If you're the defenders, you need to force the field goal. 12.35 left to go in regulation. The Vikings with a 17-10 lead. 17-10 our score. Defenders. Down by seven. Third and nine on the right hash are the Vikings. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Avery Gates to the right of Sullivan in the backfield. Sullivan out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. One step drop. Now he'll run. Sullivan up the middle and he has a touchdown. Johnny Sullivan doesn't run it much. But he did that time, and it paid off. Johnny Sullivan marches up the middle, third and nine, three third and nine conversions, and that is the difference in the game right now in this second half. Third and nine, Johnny Sullivan takes it into the end zone, and Grandview, a PAT away from going up 14. Hamilton's kick gets up, and it's good. And with 12-14 left in regulation, the defenders need an answer, and they're going to need it quickly. 24 to 10, Vikings lead. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. We're back here on KDCR as Nathan Hamilton gets ready to kick the football off to the defenders. They'll be going into the win down two touchdowns. 12-14 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Both teams have had two drives. Dort has not been able to find points here in the second half. And for Grandview, they've been able to get two touchdowns. Kickoff goes into the end zone. That'll be a touchback, and Dort will have it 
at its own 25 with 12.14 left to go. Well, the difference in the game so far has strictly been third and nine. Grandview has two touchdown drives here in the uh, second half, and both involved key third and nines to keep the drive alive. And then the last drive even involved a third and nine touchdown scramble from Johnny Sullivan. Little called QB draw up the middle, and the defense had vacated out of the middle. And it was an easy six for Johnny Sullivan. Defenders, Ethan Thomas still in at quarterback. Sonderman handoff, and he's going to lose a yard going to his left. So Ethan Thomas is still in at quarterback. Can't locate Noah Clayberg on the sideline right now. Ever since he took that big hit, he came out of the game, and Ethan Thomas has been in for the last five offensive snaps. So two Dort penalties, one wiped out a touchdown, another wiped out a first down and three third and nine conversions for Grandview. That's why we're at 24-10. Thomas rolls to his right, throws over the top of everybody intended for Levi Jungling, but no room there. Cole Rollinger had cut that play off underneath. And so Thomas throws it high and wide, what you want from your quarterback there when there's nothing there. There's a late flag that has come now in. A late flag on the field, and it's going to be a legal formation on the defenders. So the penalty is starting to rack up for Dort. Average five penalties per game. They're right around that now. Penalty is going to be declined. And so it'll be third and 11 for Dort University on its own 24. 11.41 left to go in the fourth, but this could be the game. It's third and 11. Ethan Thomas. In the backfield, pistol set, joined by Sonderman, and Trojan is the deep back, two receivers white. Right, one receiver left, and Thomas hit in the backfield. He loses the football, and Trojan able to pounce on it. But Thomas was hit. That could not have been more than one second. Off the edge, unblocked, and it's a sack, and Dort University is going to have to punt this football back to Grandview down two touchdowns with 11.20 left. A big defensive play, and there's a reason Grandview's the number one defense, total defense in the country. They've held Dort to under 181 total yards. Anthony Trojan aware, able to get back on that, so Blade Coon's going to come in. And Blade Coon's out there punting. Dort at its own 18. Flowers back to return at the 45. Ball kicked. We're going to get a bounce near the 50. Takes a little bit of a door bounce. Rolls for an additional 10 yards or so, and Grandview will start with a football just inside its own 40-yard line. So Blade Coons, a 42-yard punt. But for the defenders, they're going to need a quick defensive stop. 10.45 left to go in regulation. Grandview sends the offense back out up by two scores. 24-10, Vikings lead. 24-10 our score. As the Vikings will go back out there with two receivers to the right, one receiver to the left, and one tailback. Sullivan is under center, and you'll likely see Grandview try to use a little bit of clock here. Grandview, jet sweep. That's for Jensen Gates. To the left side, nowhere to go. Able to make one man miss and is able to get back towards the line of scrimmage. Maybe just shy of the line of scrimmage, loss of half a yard. 
Went out of bounds. Looked like Bryce Christian was one of the first guys there. So second and ten. And there's a player now down on the field, and that's Jensen Gates. Now that was running the football. And don't want to speculate, but hopefully he's all right. Clutching at, looks like his right hamstring. We'll take a quick break here on KDCR 88.5 FM. Grandview leads with 10.38 left in regulation, 24-10 on KDCR. Back here on KDCR, you're listening to Dort University Playoff Football, the defenders in their first-ever playoff game. And right now they trail the number two team in the country on the road, 24-10. Grandview with the football, second and ten, as Gates helped off towards the medical tent. And so he'll get some work. Grandview offense back out there. Presley in the backfield to the right of Sullivan. Two receivers left, one receiver right. Sullivan in the shotgun. Five yards back. Waiting to take the snap. Draining a little bit of the clock. And that's what it looks like he's doing. Now the play clock down to five. Takes the snap. He'll hand it off to Presley. Presley tackled by Drew Dom. Coming in last second, Brayton Van Kekericks to help clean up the play as well. Dom had him wrapped up around his leg. It's a gain of three, and it's going to be third and seven for Grandview. Third and seven, and if you're the defenders and you want a chance to get back in this game, you got to get the stop here, force the three and out. Under ten minutes to go, 24 to 10, Vikings lead. 9.50 now left to go, and the Vikings continue to drain the clock. One receiver to the left, it's Dom Wright-Walton. One receiver to the right, it's Cole Henderson. One tailback to the left of Sullivan. Snap, a little slow, but able to pump fake. Now trying to throw deep, and he's sacked by Tanner Milliken. Tanner Milliken gets into the backfield, tried to rip the football away. Smart play by Milliken, didn't get it out, but still gets the sack. It's a loss of five on the play, and Dork gets the three and out it needed. So a three and out forced by the Dort University defense, and now the offense needs to get something going. So back at the 35, the Vikings will snap the football. Cody Krushwitz will come in to punt. Now under nine minutes to go in regulation, Ethan Cabongo back to return at his own 29. Back to punt at his own 21 is Krushwitz. It's the snap, a high, deep boot, and Ethan Cabongo calls for the fair catch at the 19-yard line. So Dort will start with the football. 8.44 left in regulation at its own 19. And the defenders, it's do or die time now for Dort University against the number one total team defense in the country. Grandview has put the clamps down on the defenders. And then in the second half, haven't been a ton of drives for either team. The big difference, Dort with a couple penalties, wiping out a first down and a touchdown. And Grandview has converted three third and nines in this second half to keep drives alive that have led to touchdowns. So Ethan Thomas in the backfield, empty set, throws near side, jungling, makes the catch, gets a block on the outside, out near the 30-yard line, it's a first down door. So quick little pitch and catch, Ethan Thomas out to Levi Jungling, and the defenders with a first down out to the 30, we'll see if Dort can get that tempo going. The officials don't seem to be in a big hurry, though, to try to spot the football. Play clock down to 25 by the time the ball is set. Thomas takes the snap, another drop back, quick throw this time to Large, out to the right side, same play, different receiver, opposite side of the field, and Hayden Large picks up about seven on the play, second and three. 
So a couple rhythm-establishing throws for Ethan Thomas in the Dort offense. And it's helped Dort move the ball a little bit here down to the 36, or the defender 37. Second and three for Dort. One tailback, two receivers left, one right. Thomas scrambling now to his left, and he's able to pick up the first down. Thrown down at the 44-yard line. Ethan Thomas picks up a first down for the defenders. And now we've got the officials blowing the play dead here. I don't see a flag. And I'm not sure what the discussion is. There is a flag now down on the field. And it's going to be a holding against Dort. So Dort in this half, three penalties. Two have wiped out first downs, and one has wiped out a touchdown. Dort, instead of first and 10 at the 44, instead is looking at second and 13 from its own 27. So penalties have been an issue for the defenders here. As that is now the sixth accepted penalty on the defenders today for 55 yards. Second and 13, Thomas. Drop back, pass over the top, intended for Heisman. A clear tug of the jersey, and the Dort coaching staff is irate. Heisman had his jersey tugged at his shoulder, extended away from the pads, and I'm not quite sure how a flag wasn't thrown there. And instead, it's third and 13. So a lot of hand fighting letting go there. And now for Dort, they're in a tough spot with under eight minutes to go. Third and 13. The defenders... Looking to pick up at least something here, give themselves a better chance if they end up short of the first down marker. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, one tailback. Thomas, drop back pass. He's pressured, throws deep over the middle, and that's going to be over the head of about everyone by 10 yards. Intended for Levi Jungling, but the safety help was there, and Ethan Thomas had to let it go as the defensive pressure on him within a couple seconds. And so Dort... Is going to send the punt team back out there with 7.51 left to go at its own 27, 4th and 13. So the penalties have killed Dort offensively here in this second half. And now it's going to be up to the defense to try to get the ball back for the Dort offense. Unless there's a trick up the sleeves here on the punt. A little bit of a punt safe formation and a tight block formation, a punt safe for Dort. Coons able to get the punt off. And it'll go out bouncing near the 50. Takes a beautiful defender hop. It rolls 23, 24 yards. And so Blade Coons with a big punt. 48 yards. Flips the field position. It'll be first and 10 Grandview at its own 25. And the door defense needs a quick stop here now to get the ball back to the offense. You likely expect Grandview to keep it on the ground here with 739 left in regulation. On their own 25, just trying to use some clock, maybe force Dort to use some of those timeouts earlier than they want. 739 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Player in motion, it's Spry. It'll be a handoff. Avery Gates takes it out of the backfield, bounces off one tackler, able to pick up a few yards, maybe a gain of four on the play, gets out near the 29. We'll see where they spot the football here. Looks like they are going to mark it at the 29, so it'll be second and six for Grandview. Second and six for Grandview at the 29. And the clock will continue to run. An interesting thing about this stadium, every once in a while the game clock freezes and skips ahead by two, three seconds. In fact, 
Right now it's gone 705, 701, 659, 655. But the play clock is down to three. It's a snap handoff to Gates. Gates right side. Avery Gates able to pick up another four yards or so. And it'll make it third and manageable. Third and two. We got the officials blowing the play dead here. And is there a flag again? I don't see a flag, but we do have the officials coming in. I did not see an official throw a flag, but there must clearly be one maybe in the secondary near the 41-yard line. If it's in the secondary, it'd likely be on Dort. It's a long discussion here from the officials trying to figure out what's happening. 6.43 left in regulation. Grandview leads Dort 24-10, and the Vikings have the football. It would be third and two with no flags, so we'll see what the decision is here. And they're going to call a penalty on Dort. And it's going to be a personal foul, 15 yards. And I think they're going to get one of maybe the linemen for chopping down at the legs of an offensive lineman. You don't see that a ton on the defense. But it looks like it's going to be a 15-yard penalty on Dort. That's going to give Grandview first and 10 at its own 48. And the penalty is starting to mount now. That would be seven penalties for 70 yards against the defender's both above their averages on the season. Dory averages five penalties for 44 yards. So it's a new set of downs for the Vikings. 24 to 10, Grandview leads. Two receivers to the right. A fullback flanked out to the left, one tailback. It's Avery Gates in the backfield. Under center, Johnny Sullivan. Now motion, Henderson goes right to left. It's a handoff to Gates. Gates has a hole. Gates out near the secondary Picks up close to 10 yards. We'll see where they mark it. The near side officials calling it 9.5. The far side officials calling it 10. And so they're going to move it back, and they're going to call it 9 yards. So it'll be second and one. Second and one, Grandview with the football at the Dort 43. Under six minutes to go now in regulation. Vikings lead by 14, 24 to 10. We were tied 10 to 10 at the half. The Viking defense... Has made enough plays. The Viking offense has made just enough plays. And the number two team in the country leads by two scores. Sullivan, again, taking his time. Two receivers left, a fullback to the right. Handoff, Gates goes behind the fullback. Picks up the yard. Gets an extra one to boot. Down to the 41. And now we've got a flag. And I think it's going to be a late hit on the defenders. And that'll be another 15 yards. A little frustration flag there. But for Dort, that's the last thing you can afford as it puts Grandview now in field goal position. And Grandview, another one would make it a three-score game. Another score, Grandview would go up three scores. And the penalties in the second half have mounted for Dort. And if this is on the defenders, they'd have eight penalties for 85 yards. Still a discussion from the officials here. But that's kind of the story of this game. The second half, Dort and Grandview were right there, tied at 10-10 at halftime. But the defenders' penalties have 
they going to call on both teams? They are going to call it on both teams. So it'll be offsetting unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. And so it'll just be a first and 10 for Grandview at the 41. So offsetting penalties. But for Dort, certainly not what she can afford right now. 534 left to go in regulation. 24-10 Vikings lead. They've got the football down to the Dort 41. As I was saying earlier, though, the penalties for Dort, they've had three penalties. Two have wiped out first downs and put Dort in tough positions offensively, backed up in their own territory. And another wiped out a touchdown in the red zone. Meanwhile, Grandview, three third and nines. One kept a drive alive, another kept a drive alive, and another into the end zone. That's been the difference so far. And Presley, Presley, he's got a hole off to the right side. Presley, one man to beat. Can Nicholson catch him? He can. But inside the five-yard line, and Presley has a first and goal for Grandview, and the Vikings looking for the exclamation point. So Grandview with the exclamation point. Opportunity here with a first and goal. And it'll be first and goal. They're actually going to say just shy of the five-yard line. So just inside that, or just outside the five-yard line for Grandview under center. Sullivan takes the snap. He'll hand it off. Presley again, straight up the middle. Stopped by the Dort defense this time. And so Presley, no gain on the play. Mike Dom with the tackle. Second and goal for Grandview from the seven-yard line. Now 4.15 left to go. 4.15 left to go in regulation. The Vikings trying to make this a three-score game and put it out of reach. Second and goal from the seven on the right hash. Two receivers left, stacked to the left. One receiver right, Presley in the backfield. Now Spry in motion. It's a reverse. Walton right, out to the edge. Can he get to the pylon to the left side? He can. And that's a touchdown for Grandview. Dom right, Walton gets to the edge. The fake reverse, and it's a touchdown for the Vikings, and they go up three scores on the defenders with under four minutes to go. It's been a spirited effort by the defenders, but it looks like it's going to come up just a little bit short. Extra point is up, Nathan Hamilton, and it's good. 31-10 our score. We'll take a quick break back in 30 seconds here on KDCR. The Vikings out to a three-touchdown lead, 31-10 on the defenders here on KDCR. Back here on KDCR, under four minutes to go. The defenders back to receive Nathan Hamilton about to kick off. And essentially every kickoff going with the wind at his back here, Hamilton's been able to boot it into the end zone. That one sent just over the head of Jungling into the end zone. It'll be another touchback. So the defenders down three touchdowns need something and need it in a hurry. The 25-yard line has been Dort's best starting field percent or uh, positioning in this second half. 
Grandview has done a great job off the uh, kickoffs and off the get, able to really hold the defenders and pin them back at their own 17, own 15, and then the last three, or own 25, own 19, and own 25. So touchbacks, the best field positioning Dort has had here to start the second half. Dort with 199 total yards, averaging 3.6 yards per play. Grandview averaging 5.9, just shy of 400. Thomas, pass over the top, intended for Jungling, incomplete. And Jungling takes a big hit from behind. That was a Canby with the big hit. So Patrick Canby gets the big hit on Jungling, and the pass about a foot over his head, incomplete. It'll be second and 10. Dort, 349 left in regulation. Three receivers to the right. One receiver to the left, or two receivers to the left, as Trojan Ocean's out there. Thomas quickly throws to Ben Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst makes the reception. It's going to be a gain of six on the play, and that'll make it third and four for the defenders. So Thomas gets the reception near the sideline to Ben Hubelhorst on the near side. It's third and four for Dort. One tailback, three receivers. Thomas keeps it, rolls right. Tries to find a Heisman, and that pass too strong. High defended on the play nicely by Cole Rollinger, and the defenders going to have to go for it here. Fourth and four on their own 31 with 3.19 left to go. Looked like Thomas, if he would have kept it, maybe had a chance to get to the first down marker, but when you're down three touchdowns as well, sometimes you got to go for the receiver and try to get the bigger play, the bigger chunks of yardage at a time with 3.19 left. So fourth and four, defenders with the football, down 31-10. to 10. Thomas takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls right. If he runs, he can get it, throws it, and that's intended but incomplete for Levi Jungling. Out of bounds, turnover on downs, and that will likely do it. Grandview will have the football still, 3-13 left to go in regulation, but up by three scores, and with the football with three minutes remaining, the number two Vikings... They'll stay alive and move to move on to the quarterfinals with a victory here today. And the defenders will see their season come to an end at a program single season best eight and three. Still got three minutes at 13 seconds left to go, though. At the 31-yard line, Grandview will have it in door territory. Two receivers to the right, one receiver to the left. Presley in the backfield. Sullivan looks like he wants to take the snap under center. And exchange footballs here. Looked like they still had the kicking football out there. So exchanging the footballs, and now we're ready to get underway. Sullivan under center. Takes the snap. He'll roll to his left. Hands off to Presley. Presley hit in the backfield. Jessup Leakey hits him for a loss of five on the play. Hit immediately into the backfield, and Dort University will use the first of its three timeouts. So timeout call by the defenders. We'll take a quick 30-second break with them here on KDCR 88.5 FM. Back here on KDCR 88.5 FM. Don't forget we have a national tournament volleyball action for the defenders coming up at 5 p.m. Make sure you tune in for that. Mike Biker will have your call live in Sioux Center as the defenders take on Mid-American Nazarene. Second and 15 for Grandview. And it's Spry in motion right to left. He'll get it on the jet sweep. Out to the left side. Spry has a lane. Spry, could he get to the end zone? They're going to say he stepped out of bounds. Otherwise, Bennett Spry had six. Now, where are they going to mark it is the question. They're going to mark it all the way back at the 28. It looked like Bennett Spry was maybe going to find his way into the end zone. The play continued, 
but it was marked out of bounds after a gain of eight. So it's going to be third and seven. So third and seven, only a gain of eight in the end. Couldn't see the official on the far side there, signaling out of bounds among the uh, massive players. 2.49 left in regulation. Going out of bounds by Spry technically helps Dort. Stops the clock here for third down. Sullivan, empty set. Looks for the pass. He's getting pressured up the middle. Throws now near side. Gates. Dort wants a holding flag. The fans and coaching staff are irate. It's going to be a completed pass. A gain of two on the play. And Dort's going to use its second timeout. And now we got some boos raining out. Dort's been called for some penalties in the second half that have really hurt some drives for the defenders and looking for a few similar flags called on the other side. They don't get it there. Dort does force the third down stop, and so it'll be fourth and four for Grandview. We'll take another 30-second break with this timeout. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM. Back here on KDCR, it's fourth and four for Grandview, and they'll keep the offense out there. It'd be a long field goal attempt, and a field goal would still keep it a three-score game. So for the Vikings, might as well keep the offense out there and try to seal it here with a first down. 2.30 left to go here in regulation. It's going to be fourth and five for Grandview. Sullivan back to pass over the top. He wants Gates. He's got Gates. Touchdown, Vikings. Gates running a wheel route out of the backfield down the near sideline and a perfect pass from Sullivan over the top. And that's a touchdown for Grandview. So Avery Gates with the touchdown reception out of the backfield. A 24-yard TD reception. And with that, Grandview the chance to push it to 38-10. Hamilton, his point after attempt to boots that through as well. A little bit of a unique kicking form from Hamilton there as uh, almost like the foot stops and doesn't follow through, but tried and true. And with 2.24 left in regulation, the defenders are just a couple minutes away from having their season come to an end. The best season in school history, and for the first time in program history, Dort makes it to the playoffs here in the first round. And for the first several quarters especially, acquitted themselves very well. We were tied 10-10 at halftime. But the Grandview defense has really clamped down here in the second half. The I don't want to assume it's an injury, but we haven't seen Noah Clayberg since he took that big hit in the third quarter. It's been Ethan Thomas at quarterback ever since then. And Dort trailing from behind has just had to push the envelope a little bit. And Grandview, this defense, that's what they want. When they get your backs against the wall, that's when they're able to make some big plays. So 2.24 left to go. Hamilton with a boot. And that one will go into the end zone for another touchback. So Dort University will have the football with 2.24 left to go on its own 25. And we'll see what the defenders do here. The sun is out. It's been cloudy for a large portion of the game, but the sun back out here in Des Moines, Iowa at Duke Williams Stadium. At half, make sure you stick around for the postgame coverage. We'll try to go over some of your stats as well as look at some of the other scores from around the area. Both the Dort Athletics, baseball, softball, but also uh, the other NAI FCS playoff games and see if we can't get an update on a few 
GPAC volleyball teams in the national tournament as well. Screen pass, wide receiver screen, Thomas to Heisman on the near side. It's a gain of eight, second and two for the defenders, and they'll hurry to the line. 2-10 left in regulation here on the left hash. Second and two for Dort. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, one back in the backfield. It's a handoff, Sonderman. Sonderman makes one man miss, gets out to the 45-yard line, a first down for Michael Sonderman. A nice little run, a dash of 12 yards on the play by Sonderman. Another first down for the defenders, 152 left here in regulation. 38-10 our score, Grandview leads Dort. Thomas joined in the backfield by Sonderman. Thomas bobbles the snap. He'll throw deep, trying to find Heisman. Heisman has to play a bit of the role of the defensive back there. Good uh, positioning by Gianni Angulo, and he breaks up that pass. Second and 10, 137 left here in regulation. The pass is incomplete, broken up on the play. 137 left here in regulation. Second and 10 for Dort at its own 45 here on the left hash. Two receivers to the right. Hayden Large in the H-back position in the backfield. Sonderman, the deep back behind Thomas. And one receiver to the left. Thomas, play action, fake throw over the top. He wants to go deep for Jungling. Jungling with a nice adjustment in the air makes the reception. Jungling down inside the 20-yard line. Dort down to the Grandview 19. 127 left to go. Dort trying to get on the board here in the second half. They're in the red zone. See if Dort goes hurry up. Able to rush to the line, gets set. Eli Bolden on the left side along with Jaden Heisman on the right is Levi Jungling. Soderman still in the backfield. Hayden Large, H back off the left side. Ethan Thomas in the shotgun. Thomas takes the snap, drop back, throw over the top, wants Jungling. And that one thrown a little too far off his right shoulder, out of bounds, incomplete. Second and ten. Levi Jungling in this game has four receptions for 58 yards. 31 of those came on that big reception to get Dort down to the two late in the first half. Next highest receiving total is Hayden Large with eight. The snap, 107 left of the clock. It's a screen, and Ethan Thomas off the hands of Eli Bolden incomplete. Pass is incomplete off the hands of Eli Bolden. It'll be third and ten for the defenders. Down to 63 seconds left. 63 seconds left for the defenders in this spectacular season. First ever appearance in the NAI FCS playoffs. Dort was right there, tied at 10-10 at halftime with the number two team in the country and the number one total defense in the nation. Dort trying to march it down the field here. Ethan Thomas takes the snap. Looking for something over the middle. It's not there. He's hit in the backfield, and it'll be taken down by Rocky Schoenfelder. So Rocky Schoenfelder with the sack. A loss of four on the play, and it's going to be fourth and long for the defenders. Dort calls a timeout. We'll use its final timeout. See if they can't draw something up here on fourth and long. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening to KDCR. And we're back here on KDCR, 88.5 FM, the final minute of the Dort University football season, a season where all the guys asked for was a chance, the opportunity to get into the playoffs. 
and they were able to schedule a game in the spring against Oklahoma Panhandle State. Ended the year shutting out their last three opponents, 182 to nothing, and Dort earned that spot. A playoff appearance here, and it's where their season will end in Des Moines at Duke Williams Stadium. But fourth and 14 coming up from Dort, the 23-yard line of Grandview. We'll see what the defenders can dial up. It's two receivers left, two receivers right. Thomas being pressured. He's rushed out to the left side. He'll have to throw downfield towards the end zone just over the outstretched arms of Hayden Large. And it'll be a turnover on downs, and that'll do it as a Grandview can come out, just has to staff the ball and kneel twice to drain out the rest of the clock. The defenders with a no time or no timeouts left, and so they will not be able to stop the clock. The Vikings... One of the best teams in the country. I think we saw that here today. And Dort certainly was uh, neck and neck with a tough foe. Again, it was 10-10 at halftime. But Grandview found another level in that second half. And it's the Vikings up 38-10 with 47 seconds left. First ever playoff appearance for the Dort University football team. First ever eight-win season. And uh, a lot to be proud of for these uh, Dort Defender men. Those seniors didn't know if they'd get this opportunity, but they came back said, hey, we're going to try for it anyway. And great to see them rewarded with that opportunity as Sullivan takes the snap and will take a kneel for a loss of two. And so just one more snap needed for Grandview, and the Vikings will be moving on here to the quarterfinals of the NAI-FCS playoffs. So the defenders... First ever playoff appearance, first ever eight-win season. A great year for the defenders, and it'll come to an end here in Des Moines at Duke Williams Stadium, the number two team in the country, Grandview. 38-10 over the Dort defenders. Grandview pitching the shutout in the uh, second half, and that'll be a conclusion. Congratulations to Grandview. Uh, They have their sets after last year's semifinal appearance on at much higher sites for sure. And so the Vikings will move on. The defenders will see their season come to an end at 8-3 and three overall, but certainly a lot for these guys and these seniors to be proud of. We'll be back here in a few minutes on KDCR 88.5 FM. Going to take a quick break, then we'll have our stats. Wireless World post-game wrap-up coverage coming up here on this KDCR. Broadcast. Support us at 4H.org. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR 88.5.com. The Wireless World postgame wrap-up as we take a look at our final stats as well as the Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard one last time. Take a look at uh, around the uh, country some volleyball scores, some playoff scores, some Dort scores as well. So stick around for all of that here on your Wireless World postgame wrap-up. Let's start here with the stats, obviously, from the game being the uh, number one thing, the game we uh, just watched, listened to. Grandview, a 38-10 winner over the Dort University defenders. Dort was tied 10-10 at halftime, but in that second half, Grandview had three third and nines that they were able to convert. One on a drive that led to a touchdown. Another that kept a drive open that led for a third and nine touchdown. So uh, Johnny Sullivan was at third and nine touchdown scramble. But Grandview, a couple big third down plays and then a few penalties from Dort. And uh, ultimately, I think that's probably the difference of this one. You know, Dort 
146 rushing yards on 35 carries. Grandview had 230 rushing yards. Dort 115 passing yards and 190 for Grandview. Sullivan only one incompletion in the second half. He was uh, back to his old efficient self after throwing a couple early picks that gave Dort some opportunities to get onto the board. For Grandview, Sullivan, 20 of 28, two picks, two touchdowns, 190 yards. Also had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Bennett Spry had five catches for 47 yards. Avery Gates, three for 30 in a TD. Brandon Martin, two for 27. And a Cole Henderson, two for 23 and a touchdown. Rushing Devon Presley, he was awarded the offensive player of the game. 18 carries for 144 yards and a touchdown. He averages uh, eight yards per carry. That's what he had in this contest, too. Devon Presley able to find a little bit of wiggle room and find those spaces and take advantage for the Vikings. Jensen Gates had seven rushes for 30 yards, nine for 27 for Avery Gates, and Bennett Spry was 17. For the defenders, Noah or Ethan Thomas goes four for 16 for 60 yards. Noah Clayberg eight for 16 for 50 yards and an interception. That totals 115 passing yards for Dort. Those receptions, 5 for 94 yards. Levi Jungling, Hayden Large had 4 for 8 yards, 2 for 7 yards for Anthony Trojan, and 1 for 6 for Ben Huvelhorst. And for Dort, 261 total yards, Grandview 420. So the number one total team defense in the country. Dort was able to exceed their average by over 100 yards, but yet uh, the Grandview showed why they are the uh, best total team defense in the country. Rushing wise for Dort, Carter Skibout at three carries for 51 yards. Anthony Trojan, seven for 39. Michael Sonderman, 11 for 38. And Noah Clayburg had eight carries for 24 yards. Dort was led in tackles by Drew Dom. He had 12, including one or half of one for a loss. Brayton Vekekerix had eight tackles, two and a half for loss. Eight for Kamongo with one tackle for loss, two interceptions for Kamongo as well. And Jessup Leakey, seven tackles, half a sack and two tackles for loss. Patrick Canby, he had nine tackles, half a tackle for loss. He was the defensive player of the game for Grandview here today. So the Vikings, they are your winners. They are moving on to the next round of the playoffs, the quarterfinals of the NAI-FCS playoffs. The defenders, their season comes to a conclusion, 8-3 and three overall, first eight-win season for the defenders First playoff appearance for the defenders. And this group of guys, this coaching staff, a lot to be proud of. I know things obviously didn't go quite their way today in the way they hoped things would turn out. But if you were the defenders, you got to get there first. The first step is there. And in the pregame, the coaches show, Coach Penner said, once you get a little taste of an opportunity like this, it only makes you hungrier. The defenders got a little taste of championship football. They got a taste of the playoffs. And I have no doubt that that is only going to make those guys, those players, that team, that program, hungrier to get back here and to advance even further. Here on the Wireless World postgame wrap-up, those are our stats for today. We'll take a look at some other scores from around the area, our fairway meet and grocery scoreboard. The defenders, softball, one final already. Dort beat Doan 9-5. Also, Dort and Doan playing a game two. It's in the sixth inning. Dort's up three to nothing, and I'm just not going to say anything because that could be considered a jinx. So that kind of tells you uh, what's happening there right now in the sixth inning with Dort softball up three to nothing on Doan 
and trying to get the sweep. Meanwhile, Door Baseball drops its first game against Hastings, 3-2, to so the Broncos get the win there. Obviously our final here, Grandview 38-10 to over the defenders. A couple other playoff scores in football. Refresh the page, get the absolute latest updates. Two finals, our score, and then Kaiser beats Arizona Christian 63-21. to Arizona Christian also making its first appearance in the NAIFCS playoffs. So the two playoff debutants uh, will see their seasons come to an end here in the first round. Lindsey Wilson is up 42-10 to on Bethel late in the fourth quarter. 24-7, Northwestern is up on Dickinson State. That one listed as the third quarter. I'm wondering if that's making a transition to the fourth quarter now, but Northwestern is up 24-7. Late in the fourth quarter, Reinhardt leads Marion 33-22. Morningside looks like they just wrapped up a 48-0 victory over Carroll. And a fun one, Baker and Olivet Nazarene, 31-24, so a tight game there. Otherwise, for the most part, looks like most of these games have been decided by several scores, just a few more still going on across the area. couple GPAC volleyball teams starting at 2 p.m. today as well, trying to find the latest updates on those. And in terms of Midland, can't find anything on them right now. They're hosting Mayville State. And for Concordia, they are at Xavier, the number 10-ranked Concordia Bulldogs on the road at Xavier. I don't see any live stats right there either. So looks like that's where it's going to stand for now. The defenders fall here at Duke Williams Stadium in Des Moines, Iowa, by a final score of 38-10. to 10. I'm Christian Zylster. Thanks for joining us all season long. It's been a pleasure to, uh, for the very beginning, have a KDCR bring you Dort University football, and we're glad we were able to bring you a playoff game here today as well, live in Des Moines. I'm Christian Zylstra. That's going to do it for me. Don't forget, Mike Biker has Dort Volleyball coming up in about two hours live on the airwaves as well. The Defenders hosting Mid-American Nazarene. That's in a tournament action. Otherwise, that is going to do it for us here on KDCR. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Hope you tune in for volleyball later. And if you're driving back from Des Moines, thanks for showing up today. Awesome Dort showing today. The fans were loud. They were making a lot of noise early on. And uh, glad that uh, a bunch of people could make it out here today and uh, to see the first-ever playoff game for Dort University football. Until next season, have a great rest of your Saturday, and go Defenders!